Welcome back to another Sunday Live. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm doing well. What a week. What a week coming up. Oh, I got to plug in my mic. Hold on. Welcome back to another Sunday Live. Can you guys hear me? I didn't have my mic plugged in. Welcome back. Welcome back. What a week. This past week, got an exciting week coming up. My, please get a thumbs up in the chat if you guys can hear me now. I just plugged the mic in. I didn't have it in for a second. Appreciate you guys. So, see so you guys are dropping your cities in. Gary Middleton's rep in St. Louis because he's in St. Louis right now. What's up, Gary? I see Middle Midland, Texas in the house from Dash Benz, uh, Festus Mo, but Dash Webster Girls. Love it. Newport News. Love it. Okay. So, if you guys could just give me with a thumbs up because I think I didn't have my mic. Jerry, appreciate you. All right. So, Tonight's show is going to be, it's going to be different in some ways. I have a couple of special guests that will be on. The StreamYard link will be open. I invited a few people on for that segment as well, but I do have two people that will come on before then to talk about this and one other thing. Um, super excited about tonight. Let me make sure those are all thumbs up. They are. Okay. So tonight's topics, as you can see from the thumbnail, the description, I put a community post up today. I'm going to check those stats in a minute. Haven't looked at it in a while. Uh, to see what how the polling went on that. I have, y'all know me, I like to challenge myself and challenge you guys, right? And with DoorDash, in my opinion, changing, with the gig apps changing, with legislation coming in many places, with articles and things I see happening in Cali where this, this Grubhub driver went on a, he won $65 basically in, in California. Now, Things they do over there are very different than anywhere else, but it still happened. It's an eight-year battle because he wanted to be he wanted to be classified as an employee. And he was working over 40 hours a week and he didn't get some kind of medical or health benefits or workman's comp kind of deal. Eight years in court, he got $65 was rewarded to him. <laughs> what? So we're spending all this money and time. But was that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Listen, y'all know me. I do not want to be an employee. I don't want to be told what to do. But when you're somebody like me and you see the stats that I have that I put in the thumbnail, when your acceptance rate is 77%, you keep your completion rate above 95% for various reasons. People think that's uh, that's employee. Like you're working at apps as an employee in quotations. So we're going to talk about the DoorDash driver hypocrisy, how laughable it is. And how some drivers, maybe you included, maybe not, pick and choose when ratings are relevant. And they'll pick and choose when they consider themselves an independent contractor or not an independent contractor. And I'm not going to be an employee. And pride and ego gets in the way. It's going to be extremely juicy tonight. I hope I see a lot of people on the stream yard in the chat. I'm going to challenge you guys on some things. And I want I want to be challenged tonight. Because I'm going to say this right now, and I've hinted at this at different times. I've made certain videos over the last year. For 1099 tax purposes, I think we're independent contractors. But we are not the same type of independent contractor that a plumber, electrician is, a musician, um, an, art, uh, an actor. Uh, there's a lot of other independent contractors. We are not them in so many ways. But we, we like to talk about that we're independent and I don't want to be an employee. And we like to have a lot of hypocrisy around, well, this rating matters, but Pedro, this one doesn't matter. And this one matters. And I'm not going to be told what to do. And I'm, I don't, the pride and ego that some of us have in the entitlement 
we got to refocus that, I think. And a lot of you guys are not going to like that I say that. And I'm not telling anybody to take trash and you should do this. But I, I want us to think tonight, when our heads hit the pillow, I want us to think, why are we picking and choosing when we call ourselves independent? Why are we so offended to be an employee? And why why do we say it's okay if these ratings matter, Pedro, but that rating, no, I can't, I can't do that one. But I'll do this one for this program, but I don't like this program, but I do this program. The hypocrisy that I see in comments and in videos is absolutely laughable. And I am ready to challenge one and all on that tonight. And I don't think we're independent contractors the way that some are or the way that some of us think we are. I think we are something different. And I think this type of work, millions of people have come to it just in the last couple of years. And I think that's why certain states and the federal government and the labor, the labor um, department are scrambling to figure out how and where do we put us because A, or one, they want to get their tax money. That's the main reason. We all know that. If you are if you have half a brain, you understand they want to classify us because they want to get tax money. A lot of independent contractors that do gig work do not pay taxes. That is a fact, okay? Because most people do this very part-time. Plus, we can finagle some things, which we should be able to. But the whole ratings thing, it's going to be, it's going to get juicy tonight. So strap in, grab a drink, go to the bathroom. StreamYard will be open. I do have two special guests. Hit the thumbs up. Share the content. I'm ready to get saucy tonight. I've had a really good year with DoorDash, and a lot of people are offended by that. And I, I you know, I, I think it's funny, right? Um, I will be bringing, I, I do want to tell you the two special guests, and then StreamYard will be open. Uh, Dashing Trader is going to come up here shortly. We're going to talk about the week that we just had. I want to hear his perspective. Well, I know, I, I, I know how he feels because we, me and him saw each other four days in a row. It was, it was fantastic. Great guy. If you don't know who Dash and Trader is, leave, go check him out. Somebody put a link in. Awesome dude. Had a great time breaking bread with him, doing the challenge. It was really, really, really a really great time. I think we made some great content, some great funny videos, some entertainment. But we obviously had two different kinds of accounts. So we had different perspectives. We had different kind of shifts sometimes. So. I want to get his opinion on that. I want him to share that with you guys. Uh, Hannibal Sungry is going to be sharing uh, some time with us as well before the StreamYard link is open for you guys, okay? And I want to talk to Hannibal. Me and him are going to chop it up about the transparency and are we independent? Can we call ourselves independent when we don't even know the full pay? So I want to prick his brain about that a little bit and ask him what he thinks about that and the poll that I put up. And, and then the StreamYard link will be open for one for any and all that want to come in, varying opinions, the hypocrisy and entitlement of DoorDash drivers. Where do you fit into that? Am I completely off base for using that word? Ego, pride, hypocrisy, ignorance. I use those words on purpose because I think it fits some of us. And I want us to just think about that for a second. Analyze it. Think about it. And I'm going to come with facts tonight for some of you guys. And it's going to be a good show. So let me get in the chat and give some shout outs. Um, but before I get do that, this week was a good week. Worked four days, uh, over a thousand bucks. Active time, I think it was about twenty eight hours. Had the app on for thirty six, I believe. Um, solid week, um, really solid week for me. Didn't work this weekend. Um, I'm very blessed to work in a really good market. I'm also blessed that I've been able to adapt some things, and I'm able to work do those numbers in four days. And it works for me. Um, so do what works for you. But if you don't think DoorDash has changed, I cannot help you. But I do want to also bring Trader on because I know he's going to be talking about some Malta app and some various things that he does to adapt. 
And I think there's a lot of knowledge in that as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get in the chat. What up, John Billings, Red Digworth's official. What up, Frugal D? How many miles? I drove 1 million miles, Frugal D. Um, I just told you what I made. And I was over $3 a mile on average. Now, I did not count the mileage of me driving out to Edwardsville and driving back. Um, I didn't. But, you know, if you want to add in another 50 miles or so or 58 miles, that's fine. But I was over $3 a mile um, on average for the week. Hannibal, what's up? Gary Middleton, what's up? Brenda, I see Nomadic Sessie in the house. Nomadic GiggyCon, Mom, Blondie Aussie. What up, what up? Leonard, what up, what up? Scooter Bo, what up, what up? um let's see thanks guys i think uh, let me see mark what's up lisa ronald barnes let's get the show going lol love it real talk with Roy says oh your boy is coming up there for all your independent employees <laughs> matt dash what's up pedro say ar matters yes listen we'll, we'll, we're gonna get into that i'm gonna save some of that for trader because i'm gonna ask him a couple questions and i know he, he's just gonna be 100 honest on what he feels and what he experienced and and me and him haven't talked about what we're going to talk about. I just say, hey, you want to come up? Let's talk about experience. And I'm going to let him have the floor. And he's going to say whatever he feels is right for him and what he felt this week was about. Right. Um, all right. All right. All right. All right. Daphne, what's up? All, all the usual suspects and many more in the house. Appreciate y'all. Hit that thumbs up if you haven't yet. Don't be shy. It's free. Okay. Um, so we'll talk about that. We'll talk about high AR, low AR. We're going to talk about hypocrisy in the DoorDash community. And I say DoorDash, but really it's more, I mean, you could put any of the apps to it because they all have rating systems and all that. And it's not about whether we feel a certain positive or negative way about the ratings, because I think we could talk about that. And we've talked about that already. Should they be there? Should they not be there? You know, I, I guess what I would say to that, this is, and I'm going to bring, when I talked about facts, when I talked about, I'm going to bring some things like we're independent, right? We, we throw that word around very loosely. And I've been guilty of it. I don't even know. I'm not going to sit here and say, I think I know what we, I don't think we know. I think we use that word because that's what we're we being called by the government. And that's what the apps are calling us. I think we're something different. And I've said that before. It's a subcontractor. Royce is independent employee. A lot of us say, I see, like, it's fine. There's no right or wrong answer. I think it's a matter of opinion, perspective, and how you work the apps and how long you've been doing it. And what other type of work you use. A friend of the show, Steve, right? Show Rodeo. He's, he always says, well, I've been a true independent contractor. Anybody that was watching his show, he says that just about 10 times a show. So he said it probably a million times. Shout out to Steve. True independent contractor because he's done other work outside of the gig food delivery rideshare apps that he considers and many most others would say it's really independent contractor work. I see my full pay. I have all the information. I don't know games are being played with me. Facts. However. When as drivers, we talk about, well, these ratings shouldn't matter. There shouldn't be programs. There shouldn't be this. There shouldn't be seniority. There shouldn't be this. There shouldn't be that. Well, in other lines of independent IC work, isn't there? Plumbers, electricians. If you go to Angie's List, if you go to Thumb Thumbtack, I think it's called. I've used it before. Actually, let me look it up right now to get, make sure I'm getting the name 100% correct, unless I disable it. Thumbtack. So these are apps you can go on, Angie's List. These are apps you can go on and find independent contractors to do work around your house, to walk your dog, to do this, to do that. And you can rate these individuals. Their history of how long they've been doing this is on there. Their ratings are on there. You can see their reviews, their customer reviews, Google reviews, all that kind of stuff, right? So why is those type of ratings for those ICs okay, but ratings on a DoorDash app, an Uber app, a Spark app 
are not. We get so offended about those things. We get offended that we have to do certain things to utilize an app that we did not design. Think about that for a second. If you designed an app, if you saw somebody with a 66% completion rate and a 5% acceptance rate and a rating of 4.75, would you say those were good ratings? Or if you saw somebody like, I don't know, I'll just say Dashing Trader, 5.0 rating, and let's say he gets his AR out of 50 and his completion rate is 98%. Who's the better driver? Who's the better worker? Who would you trust with that 83 piece of delivery if you are a business running an app? And I know a lot of you guys are going to hate that I'm saying this. Who is the better driver in that scenario? You guys talk amongst yourselves in the chat. Let me know. Why are we looking at ratings and saying that they shouldn't matter? Because we're independent. It's an algorithm. Don't you think it matters? And I know a lot of you guys can't stomach that I'm saying this. I'm good with it because this is my truth today. Doesn't mean I can't change and won't change my opinion. But why, why are we saying, well, it's an employee that's doing these programs. We should have no programs. Blah, 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 blah. Employee, employee, employee. Seems like a lot of employees are making a lot more money than you guys. I'm seeing several drivers now that used to make more money. Their diamond zone is not a diamond zone or it is a diamond zone. They're making less money. Why are they making less money? The algorithm's punishing them, whatever. Should they? they? Maybe they should, maybe they shouldn't. I don't know. But do you want an independent contractor that's a plumber to come to your house that is canceled on a lot of jobs, doesn't accept jobs, doesn't work a lot, and only takes the ones that are like really like, like the best of the best, right? Or do you want somebody that's actually out there working, good customer service, his Google reviews are great, he doesn't cancel on jobs. Who who do you want in your home to do your work for your plumbing work? Do you want the guy that's constantly dropping orders, sits at his house all day long and waits for the perfect gig? Or do you want the guy that's actually out there working as a plumber and actually doing things? Now, it's not a perfect analogy because plumbers are making a lot. They're not they're never going to see a two dollar order. Right. But you can have an high AR and not do a two dollar order. So that need those twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two ideals. We got to stop that. Because I think a lot of you guys are not making money and you're sitting in your cars and you're complaining, but you're still not doing anything different because your pride and ego is getting in the way. And you're the kind of driver. And this I know I'm rattling cages. I'm good with it. I will always speak my truth. You're the kind of driver that won't take a five dollar go on a mile, which is fine. Everybody do their, their thing. But you will take a ten dollar going two miles. And that ten dollar going two could take you the same exact amount of time as a five going one. And I can do the five going one twice. And I just did that in Edwardsville. So a lot of you guys are actually costing yourself opportunities because pride and ego and hypocrisy is getting in the way. I hope I offended some people. I'm good with it. I'm saucy tonight. I want as many people to come up tonight. I'm feeling myself. I got, I always got to be real with y'all. And I think we have to continue to level up in 2023 and I say that being an extremely prideful human being, I, my pride gets me in trouble all the time, but I'm trying to not be as prideful because the pride can really hinder you as a man or a woman, especially us men. Pride is, listen, pride can be the devil. There's been songs written about this. J. Cole has a song about that. We have to sometimes put that to the side because if you're broke sitting in your car crying, I can't help you. If your pride and ego are that big and if the hypocrisy of 
well, you know what? I don't want to have my acceptance rate this because I'm just too prideful and I can't do it. I don't want to be an employee, right? But I'll keep my, but I do like the LOP program. I like that program because that suits me well because I'm an entitled driver, right? I like the LOP. Got to have the LOP, but fuck everything else, right? LOP, 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 LOP. I'm not on LOP, but I want to get on it. I'll keep my completion rate at 95. So that means I'll sit in a place and not drop an order that might take an hour. Isn't that an employee behavior? Isn't the algorithm telling you you have to do something to get something? What's the difference? Why the hypocrisy? Your boy is saucy tonight. Sorry for the long intro. That's how I feel about it. Make it make sense to me. Come and join the live. Anyone is welcome that has a different opinion. Make it make sense. Why is one rating different than others? Make it make sense. Let's get the show started. Okay, so first we're going to do, we're at 917. I'm going to bring my man Dash and Trader up. Maybe he's got some sauciness too. This is my guy. We hung out this week. It was a great week. At least I had a great week. I think he had a great week. It seems like he had a pretty good week. We'll find out. We'll find out in a minute. Okay. But before I bring him up, I want to read the chats. I want to see if I'm just getting completely obliterated in the chat right now. Let's see if anybody is rocking with me and what I'm saying, or if people are like, dude, this dude is crazy. What is he talking about? Let's see. Let's read the chat. Abolish customer ratings at DoorDash. Okay. So we should let trash drivers work. So people that do trash stuff, we should keep them on the app. I don't, I think customer ratings do matter. I think at some point if you, you should be deactivated if you are a bad driver. So I completely disagree with that statement. Abolish customer ratings, abolish customer. Okay. All right. Man sounded like DoorDash sponsored daily since the DoorDash family hit. I definitely don't have any partnership with DoorDash. Jeff, I'm quick to respond. I just moves. Yeah, chat moves quick. Red card, uh, abolish customer ratings. Wow, something must have happened to Jesse James. Okay. Madeline, what's up? I want to see if it's easy. As Pedro, the man himself, always says adapted. Absolutely. I want to see if it was an easy fix. Okay. All right. So it doesn't look like anybody's telling me I'm a shill. So that's, I was kind of wanting somebody to say, Pedro, you're crazy. What are you talking about? We should, the program, there should be nothing. Everybody should be equal. You know what that sounds like when I hear people say, ratings shouldn't matter and this and that, and everybody should see everything and everybody. What does that sound like? Oh, we're going to get saucy. When politicians say that, what does it sound like? Every Everybody should just get equal, whatever. Everybody's blah, blah, blah. Performance doesn't matter. Everybody should get the same thing. In some ways, maybe it should. But like, think about that for a second. Let me put this up. Thanks for the 20. Think about that. Like, what are we what are we talking about here? Are we giving ribbons out to everybody? Is that what you guys are saying? So if I'm a better basketball player than you and I'm 10 years old, are you supposed to play the same amount as me? No. If I'm better than you, I play more than you. Let's read this comment. Pedro, you used to be a person that preached no tip, no trip. I still preach no tip, no trip. I made videos this week talking about it. Even if I had a top dashers to show and tell them, I don't see myself becoming top dasher. What's this sudden change? Great questions. Sudden change of faith, uh, the complete spin narrative. Love that question. We're going to bring Trader in a minute, but I'm going to speak on this. Great question. Thanks for the $20, too. For me, when I reset my acceptance rate, um, and I tried things out, and I tried things on this channel because I have a large audience, and I want to give you guys facts versus opinion. I've been saying that since the beginning of the year. And what I have seen is they are sending me less trash. It's just what it is. I've delivered some no-tip orders based on stacks. I've also unassigned ones that I knew didn't have a tip that were on a stack. I've shown you guys that in the videos. I don't take bad orders from me. I have taken probably eight or so $4 orders in the last few weeks. 
Um, one of them had no tip on them. All the other ones did. They're always under one and a half miles. And I get them done in like 10 minutes. So I have done some of those. But I don't take two and three dollar orders. I don't I don't do any of that nonsense. So no tip, no trip is still a philosophy. But you have to remember in order to keep your ratings high in a diamond zone, which is what I think I need to do in order to just work DoorDash. Now, when I go back to working these other apps and I'm done with playing around with this kind of stuff, then it will be a little bit different. But because I do believe multi apping is still the way to go. I want to say that to everybody. But it definitely, I think, makes a little bit of a change. And I think if you want to work DoorDash how you did two years ago and you expect the same results, that's that's craziness because these apps continue to change. Anybody that's been doing this long enough, they've seen all the changes with the Grubhub or this or that and Uber Eats and Spark and Uber Retro, Lyft. They all change. If you want to stay in 2022 and 2021, I can't help you on this channel. I might be able to give you some entertainment. You can laugh at my expense. I'm really good with that. But I, I can't help you because we're talking about leveling up and adapting, and putting pride and ego and hypocrisy to the side. We have to continue to like, elevate ourselves right and not not thinking two years ago right so let me bring trader up he's been waiting very patiently appreciate that question that's actually a really good question and i get it many times and i get why i get it and i'm good with that okay let's bring trader up i don't want to keep him waiting too much longer trader what's up brother what it do what it do what's up man how you doing how is my audio is my audio coming in good can hear you loud and clear you're good, man. good go. i'm chilling man how you doing tonight bro I'm good man thanks for i know i reached out to you kind of last minute but i wanted to kind of you know talk about for five ten minutes about the experience that we had that you had give the people your um perspective on it and and uh just kind of chop it up with you because we had, oh, we had a great we had look, some great videos this week so i just want to no give you the floor problem. And, and, no and problem look i actually did a live stream earlier so i had everything set up ready okay. to go I actually can chill for a little bit longer if need be and answer some questions on the panel. You know, I know a lot of times I ain't really get to engage with the panel when they come up. So, you know, I'm, okay, cool. I got a little bit of time tonight. We, we can do that. Yep. So what you got for me? So what was your uh, what do you think about this week? What did Man. you I know you made several videos. Um, Bro, you know, just yeah, give this, the people your perspective of what we did with the high AR, low AR. A lot of people are still really salty about it. They don't understand. And you I know want what? your That's opinion. Okay. On what you think they, they're gonna be salty and look you know what from day one i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm start it off like this so monday i knew what i was getting myself into right going into a zone that i haven't worked before with a low acceptance rate only using doordash right and i got the exact same results that i was expecting i made mm -hmm. little to no money and i saw little to no orders now the thing that I was wondering about, though, was it going to be because Monday was slow or is it a trend that's going to continue through the week? And it did. On Tuesday, I made less money than Monday. I think actually Monday I made the most money, $62, right, in a four-hour period. what it was. That was your best day, yeah. You know, and, and that's horrible, right? Yeah. So the thing is, what I've come to learn from just that short period of time is, thing, okay, so DoorDash is always continually changing, right? Mm -hmm. I know that being a cherry picker, it ain't going to be like how it was in the past, but you got to get down and you actually got to do it without multi-app. It's one thing to have DoorDash on, decline orders, and then go pick up another order on another app. Mm -hmm. But to actually sit down and get some results and see which, what it's going to be like having a low acceptance rate, that's what I wanted to do. So Monday through Wednesday, it was pretty much the worst three days of DoorDash I've ever had in my entire life. Well, right. and we and neither one of us have large order program. I want to get some I want to get a disclaimer out of the way because yep. I do I do think there are people that say, well, I'm just gonna be patient. 
they have all these people have larger programs. So shout out to them. They have an account on DoorDash that has an LOP and they've had it for months or years and they're working the app in a really smart way. I want to get that out yeah. of the way because I don't want any anybody to be confused. Right. But we don't have LOP. So if you no, don't have no LOP, large and, order program. and I would say based on my calculations, over 90 percent of DoorDash drivers do not have LOP. Right. No, so I'm not. I'm not speaking to the nine or 10 percent that do because you guys can work the app differently. But Unless, if you don't have LOP, then you have to then you, you can't wait you, for a $40. You are SOL if you don't have LOP. And look, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. It's not like it was just in October of last year. They was barely letting people in LOP then, okay? No. Between last year, October, and now, the, the order volume on large order program has not increased that much. They are not letting people into large order program like that. Now, there's going to be some cases where people are able to get in, but for the most yeah. part, they in yeah. a period right now where they are they basically at wait and see. Okay. Well, they're not. So, they're not. Let, they're not trying to get in. And I had all the metrics, and I, I ended yeah. the month with the metrics, and not. You know, I'm not really Lu- stressing about it. But in St. Louis, there's probably enough drivers that have it, so there's not a need. And I'm fine with that. I, I honestly, yeah. if I'm being honest, like I'd like to be on it, but I also don't want to take food away from the drivers that have been on it. They for a need while, it, and that they they, maybe it. they need it. And it, listen, do your thing, because I can make. I'm showing y'all making money with DoorDash without it. So if anybody and, like, like, and I'm glad you said that, man. You because, know, like, you know, there's two. There's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. You know what I'm saying? It's so, look, and people are so stuck in their ways, and I get it, right? You've been making money, you've been cherry picking for years, but we finally hit that precipice point where the thing things have changed. Okay, the days of sitting there getting 10, 15 orders per hour on DoorDash that you can straight up decline is done. Yeah. yeah. If you below fifty percent, you lucky if you see a few orders per hour. Okay. And if you're not, and honestly, if you're not over seventy percent, that's really the bottom threshold for you being able to see orders consistently when it's busy or yeah. not. Yeah. So you know, and and a lot of people can't handle that. And you know what? I feel like it's our responsibility to let people know. Look, things are changing. Things are gonna continue to change. We came into this game knowing things are gonna change, right? Well, this right. is a critical point to where look, if you want to use DoorDash and you only want to use it, it might be some things you gotta sit down and do. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, I'm going to be testing out some things this coming up week. I'm actually going to be raising my acceptance rate because like you was just saying, like I didn't already I, I, I consider myself an independent contractor. Let's let's get that out the way first and foremost. So, okay? l- let's, let me let me let me get into that for a second. Why do you when you when you say and think independent contractor, what is what do you feel like? What does that mean to you? My my simple explanation would be that any rule or any program or any parameter that any gig app would try to put me in to keep me playing by their rules or conform me to the type of driver they want me to be, mm-hmm. I don't have to play by those rules simply because I keep an open pool of apps to use. Mm-hmm. Everybody's situation going to be different, but that's what I choose to do to give myself the most freedom. Now, there are going to be some programs I'm not going to be able to participate in. It's going to be some right. things I'm not going to be able to take advantage of, top dash, larger the program. But that's the choice I made to have more freedom in this gig economy we all work in. And that's why mm. I consider myself independent in this contracting business that mm. I'm doing. Mm. And I feel like the more you limit yourself, the more apps that you limit yourself to, the more you put yourself within constraints and confines that you do have to play by those rules and cater to those programs in order to hit your goal. And that's not a bad thing. I do want to say that 
because it's all about making money and hitting your goals and having freedom, right? We all came to this gig economy to have freedom. Some of us going to have a little bit more than others. That's debatable, but I want all of us to be making money. And that's what it all boils down to. Well, that's a, that's a great point. I, I definitely, you know, I consider myself independent for me because it's a mindset. I feel like yeah. I'm more just self-employed, subcontracting, using the app to make money on my time. But I definitely yeah. feel that there are certain things that we have to do. Otherwise, the app will deactivate us. Right. Absolutely. Like, or they won't send us offers. And I think that that Absolutely. is a, that's a business. So if you're an independent contractor as a plumber, an engineer, an artist. So let's say I, let's say I'm an independent contractor and I'm somebody that does uh, I, I do music at like mm -hmm. wineries. Right. Yeah. And I continue to go to these wineries. I'm not very good. Um, you know, I don't take requests from the people that want to hear songs. I cancel last minute. Uh, you know, I call a wine. I can't. Oh, I know. I, I know you booked me, but I can't do it. Do you think that winery is going to have me back? Probably nah, not. And they right? should. So if, if I'm an independent contractor doing other types of work, yeah. ratings and things and acceptance or like complete completing jobs and doing them well, they matter there. But we feel Absolutely. like they, they shouldn't matter when, when we deliver McDonald's. It's just. It's just kind of weird to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, I feel what you're saying on that. And when it comes to gig work, we absolutely should care about our ratings. Right. And I, I'll tell you right now, I'm one of the perpetrators in the past. I, I Acceptance rate don't matter. Me too. It, it don't matter. It, it never will matter. Yeah. But you know what? I also admit that I'm a, I'm a person who's going to continually adapt in this gig economy. And I'm going to adapt towards making money and continue to have that freedom that I left my W-2 job to attain. Right. Yeah, yeah. Now, like you said, there are going to be things that we have to do, parameters we have to stay within to make sure that we can continue to make this money in the gig economy. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's and I think I get why some are like, well, I shouldn't, you know, they're salty, bro. Well, but well, for me, and I, think, I get it, though. But yeah, you, well, for me, I look, think the independent contractor stuff when we're talking about like pay. Right. Yeah. If you look up the definition of independent contractor, like you, you get the information, you know, you're going to get paid. You could you could uh, negotiate your pay like we can't really do that with doors. You can accept and decline. That's it. Right. right? And you can decide if you want to be in this program or the program or have the active app or just deactivate yourself. Like we can do all those things and just work Spark or another right. app like you do. Right. Some people do Instacart. They do more Uber Eats, whatever. Right. I got Gigwise. Tim is in my market. He hates DoorDash. All he yeah. does is Uber Eats. Now, my theory is he don't like DoorDash because his ratings are very different to mine. He likes Uber Eats because he gives the app more time. I don't give Uber Eats time. They send me nothing but garbage most of the time because I don't Same give them here. time. So they look at our accounts very differently. They look at me like I cancel all the time. I drop orders. I barely turn the app on. Why do I want to give this guy orders? Gigwise, Tim, he he takes care of our app. He delivers a lot of, for for our customers. We're going to give him better orders. And they yeah. look at our DoorDash accounts like, hey, this guy sometimes takes five miles for one mile, five bucks for one mile. Gigwise doesn't ever do that. So who are they going to who are they going to favor? You know, and I, I, I it's crazy that I'm saying that, but I've seen it in real time. Right. And, you know, there's some truth to that, because at the end of the day, these gig apps are trying to make money. Right. They're facilitating something between two parties. They're trying to make money. Yeah. So when it really boils down to it, you know, and, and really that's that's the point we really at. In the past, we we could get by with having a low acceptance rate and mm. making our money. But as 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 times has changed, as these gig apps are evolving, they are realizing that look, we don't care if it's a tip on the order, if it's not a tip. 
or yeah. if it's these things you got to do certain you know orders that may not be profitable to get in a certain program to make sure that you can consistently get orders all month if yeah. that they they feel like if that's what they got to do as a business that's what they're going to do and 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 we as drivers got to look at it on our side as a business like look i'm either going to have to do a b or c c meaning i'm getting out of the gig economy either i'm gonna fall in line I'm gonna adapt and make it make something work for me, or I'm not gonna make it in the gig economy. And that's pretty much the point we at right now. We at that crossroads to where it's gonna be a lot of people, you know, still coming in and making their part-time money, doing it on the side. But a lot of us full-timers, and I still consider myself a full-timer, but because I'm not making a full-time living from YouTube, I, yeah. you know, I, I just yet. started, so I'm still not making yet. my money. Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of us full-timers are gonna really be the ones that's affected. Because, like I yeah. said in one of my previous videos this week. DoorDash, Uber Eats, all, all the food companies, they always going to have a steady flow of retirement age folks and high school kids and college kids. Those are the folks who really running these trash orders, low ball orders. And the days of them needing us full time cherry pickers, those days are over. Yeah, so, I, I think I think in some places it could be that way. And, and yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to bring up uh, Hannibal Sungi because and I'm, Trader, I'm going to keep you up here. OK, before yes, I open it up it. to everybody else. Um, and I want to I want to talk to Hannibal about yes because um, I want to talk to him too. That's perfect. Yeah, I want to talk to him about like the the tip transparency and like I know he's you know we have these apps like Para Work Para the Para app and they don't have that anymore. But I just want to get his perspective because I think he's got an interesting one as far as I see in independent contracts. Let's go ahead and bring him up here. Let's do it. One second, Hannibal. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look, 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 look at the glasses. What's up? What's going on? What's going on, guys? That's what I'm talking about. We finally got Mo Black Power up there. We got That's this is what it's all about for real. Y'all wild. Go crazy. Right, hey, you said you're gonna be bro? saucy, Pedro. So it's all good. What's going on, Trey? No, listen, I'm ready. I'm ready to be saucy. We good. So Hannibal, let me. So so I wanna. I put up a poll today. I know you saw it. You commented, and I really liked your comment. But I, I want to get your perspective on just. The poll that independent contracting what what are we what's your what's your thought on that do you think you know just give me you know the panel's yours i want to hear your thoughts on that people want to know i, I know this is gonna this is a conversation that i think probably all had ten thousand times mm -hmm. and it just keeps coming up and i think what doordash has done has been effectively been able to control what's going on in their market yeah. you know like we kind of all knew this is going to happen eventually yeah. They're going to try to reward people who will play the game, at least mm -hmm. get the get their numbers the way they want them to, and they will reward them somehow, right? My issue is, and I think anyone who's still frustrated, and I think many of us are with DoorDash, is the lack of transparency, the way they they're they're not letting us know exactly what's going on. So, like in terms of being a dog walker, <clears throat> that, that's what I do. Most most of my income comes from dog walking. I know from the client, we already agreed on a price point. There isn't a surprise happening. The surprise will happen maybe during the work or maybe the interactions with the client, but there's no surprise. I'm not going to have to gamble mm -hmm. or deal with any kind of game. Our, you know, We already agreed on the amount of money I'm going to get paid. So I get paid. That So it works in that aspect. And that's the key component that we, can, we all go back and forth with exactly what's going on and whether you're playing a game or not, or you're shilling for the company or not, that's the big problem. And I, I like the yeah. video that um, Show Me the Money Club with uh, Rideshare Guy, Sergio, yeah. and Chris, the, the gamification, yeah. right? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like I, I taking this order and I think it's going to do well. And you know, you and you and yep. trader are good at that, right? You guys, you, you know, your price points 625 or, you know, it's going to make more money. Yeah. But for someone who doesn't have that experience or that skill set, it's more of a gamble. And then if it doesn't oh, work out they're they're upset, they're frustrated. Yeah. So I'm always, I'm always going to go after the company first before even that we could have our differences and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest problem. Um, let me ask, let me ask you a question. Yeah. So we use the word, like I said, in the beginning of the show, independent contractor, right? And if DoorDash yeah. is playing these games, the gamification of making and manipulating drivers into saying, Hey, Pedro, 625 might be more. Yeah, we got you. You know, total will be higher. <laughs> and then it goes up 25 cents. And then the next day it goes up $20. And it's like, oh my God, this is great. And yeah. You get this rush of like, I just got, I just passed the Zeldas uh, like a, a, a level in time, Zelda time or Mario Bros. Yeah, short. it's like a yeah. game. It's like, yep. yeah, it feels good, right? So are we independent contractors then? If if we don't see the full payout, what, what are we? Like, what are we doing here? I do believe that we there is some misclassification misclass- going on, but a lot of it is also a mindset and approach. Like Trader talking about multi-apping or leaving it completely, doing something totally different. I think a lot of the old school independent contractors have moved on to a certain extent. They may have other apps, but they have so many apps, or they yeah. have other ways of making money. They yeah. are creating apps. They're content creators. They're yeah. doing other things. They're, they're launching companies to help gig workers. Like they're finding other ways to make money rather than necessarily just settling in DoorDash where it could be the most manipulative yeah. of all the companies. And, and, and I think that's, that's, that's the, a great point, right? Like you, it, you can still stay in it as long as you want in terms of how many hours you want or how many days you work. Right. But there are other ways that you can still make money, still be a gig worker, still have that flexibility, and not put all your eggs in the one basket being DoorDash. But you know, yeah. Pedro is working for you, and, and I I still understand why people are still upset with you when you are literally working. You're doing it. Let me, and let like, me add on something to that for you, because look, yeah. maybe I can answer that. So I always like to start out by saying, look, everybody's free to do what works for them, right? If doing what worked in the past is still working for you, I'm I'm happy for you because like I can't do that no more. Right. I can't. And I had to come to a point where I had to realize, look, what am I gonna do? Am I gonna sit up here and keep trying to do what I did in the past or right. am I gonna try something new? Now that's me, my situation, my thinking. But for the next driver, it may be different. They may not have came into the gig economy and right away went into multi-apping like I did. They may have had a super great experience with DoorDash and just a full year straight with DoorDash. And now mm-hmm. this monkey wrench out of left field. Yeah. And that's kind of where us as content creators, all three of us, we come in because, you know, Hannibal, you you drop videos on a regular giving knowledge about, hey, you can, if you need tips about a cargo van business or you want to tips about medical courier business, like, yeah. and then you have other content creators showing you like, hey, you can still make good money every week with DoorDash. Now things have changed, but you can still do that. But then you also have another side of the coin where you can say, look, if you, if you don't want to stick to these rules that DoorDash is throwing at you, there is another way too. Right. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's what you and Pedro have said. And sometimes they, some people are only looking at it from like, it's interesting. We can all watch one movie. Yeah, we all watch one movie, right? And we have we could have three different ideas about what happened in this movie, yeah. right? It's just reality, mm-hmm. right? So 
There are multiple ways to make this money. It, yes. I mean, I, I see a lot of content creators, especially ones who are doing the cargo van stuff. They're doing the medical, the medical courier stuff. They're Man, still they out there me. making some money. And I think yeah. the problem is with the apps, uh, the you know the, the mainstream apps, I call them right now, like DoorDash, Uber Eats, Grubhub, they're highly competitive. Yes. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty. And I think a lot of that brings into attitudes towards Pedro, unfortunately. When things were easier, they're not. Pedro's doing this new thing. All of a sudden, he's betrayed people, even Whoa. though he just his, his own experience is what he's doing in the city that he is in. Saint Louis have pitchforks in a minute, right? And only and he's like, Yo, I'm actually working every day. I'm actually doing it four days a week. Oh, I'm doing it five days a week. Nah, yeah, not only am I getting good orders, but I'm doing it four days a yeah. week. Might as well, yeah. I made I made two thousand in, in a week. But yeah, oh, but that's terrible. Uh, yeah. But he, <laughs> I think Hannibal brings up some good points about the that what DoorDash is with the manipulation, the gamification, and Gary Middleton. Shout out to Gary. He says what well, yes. only only the gamification only works if people play it, and most people are playing it. And I think it, Gary's right. right. I think most yeah. people are playing it, and I've been saying this, and a lot of us say it. I think the ones that have the lower AR and cherry, that's we're in the minority. I really really believe that. I think most people yeah. do this job very part time on the weekends. They turn it on. They take most things that kind of look reasonable to them. They Man, make their look, side money. Mark my words. The same way they got rid of the drive program, the pre-scheduled catering orders, they're going to get rid of the large order program, too. They're going to give what, that. In what way? How do, you, how do you think that would look? What do you think? I think they would make it a situation where you would, they would probably make it like a upper echelon, 90% and higher. You know, it would still mm. be some sort of program, obviously, because mm. they don't want just any brand new dash you're doing it. You still going to mm. have your requirements. But if they've done all of this, got rid of the drive program, the pre-scheduled orders, it's not like those orders just evaporated into thin air, right? They just found another way to get those orders out. They're right. going to gonna make those requirements for the large order program, make them higher. And all those folks that's still in there, they're going to be out too because you can see it across the board. People who've been you know, in that drive program or grandfathered in or large order program, if they ain't got their acceptance rate up, they feeling the same pain I felt last week. Not seeing no orders. They're not getting that one large order program order per day. And I'm here to tell you from experience, when you're getting that one large order per day, you, you're not really worried about nothing. That's yeah. how you make your money. Yeah. And then yeah. when that changes all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, whoa. It's, yeah. I'm hot. I want to ask you guys a question. I want to start with Trader and we'll go to Hannibal. So sure. do you think that there should be parameters to the programs? Or do you think the app should be opened up and every driver should see the same, like the same thing, and it should be it should be based on just proximity of where you're at? I'll start with you, Trader. Okay, cool. Look, I'm gonna let you know straight up. From, I think I have a unique perspective on this too because from the type of content that I used to make in the past with confronting the no tip customers to mm -hmm. the the change I'm having now to actually trying to help drivers make more money and not just be a, a clown, basically, right? <laughs> I think no, honest to God, because look, being uh, a clown is cool, that's entertaining, but I want to help somebody make some money because that's actually more helpful for the community. Yeah, I so, yeah. At the end of the day, if I was DoorDash, I'm gonna I'm gonna act like it's my company for a second, right? No, we in trouble now. Right? <laughs> look, <laughs> we, we, we in big trouble now. You damn right. I want a program. I want to make sure the best person possible is delivering this order, meaning I'm gonna have a program, parameters requirements absolutely because i don't want no brand new 
DoorDash driver that got 10 deliveries delivering $1,000 worth of Panda Express to this hospital. Mm, that's smart. I mean, that, that I, would make sense, actually. I filled up my 2011 Ford Escape front seats, back seats, with the trunk seats, like, all Panda Express. Like, you will get them orders in the large order program. Mm. That's and the if problem, it's me though. as a company, I don't, I'm not doing that just because you got to realize how many orders go come up missing, how many problems you can have with any given regular order. If it's my company, I'm not taking that chance. So how can I expect them to take that chance? Yeah. Okay. That's I, how I, agree, I look at I, it. I agree with Trader. I think, and that's it's backwards the way DoorDash is doing it, right? Everyone says when you first join any app at this point, you are getting more really good offers, right? We call it the honeymoon. Stage. Oh yeah. So yeah, but Trader, hold up, but Trader, Trader has an account. The 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 the, the account Trader worked in St. Louis was a new account, right, Trader? Yeah, and it was did. new, but it wasn't the honeymoon phase was over because it was okay. Okay, so my Go experience, okay. it was past that 150 deliveries. It had okay. been uh, okay. alive for a couple months, if you feel what I mean. It wasn't like okay. granted top dash. Well, then let's let for no sorry, reason. Animal, sorry for interrupting. Nah. You. Thought, but yeah, so if and I, we all I think we experienced that when you first start, you're getting all these orders, and that's a reverse, right? Because you're saying I'm gonna bless the people who are there longer, which kind of makes sense. But the way I think DoorDash mine is what they say, the average dasher is only doing four hours a week or something like that. Something super low. There's part time, part time. And to, they want to keep everyone happy. They want or at least somewhat happy by throwing some of the new people a bone. I think I think you're right. I think the more expensive the merchandise is, the higher um, at least you, you want someone you can trust. Someone has a track record of actually doing it properly. I'm just because and if you guys don't. I order a lot, a lot of, of stuff sometimes. Um, at least uh, delivery, food delivery, grocery delivery. And I say at this point, it's sometimes, it's sometimes at least once every couple of orders, there's a bad one. Someone mm -hmm. who doesn't know what they're doing, not communicating, wrong stuff. Like it's yeah. happening more often. Than I think most of us drivers understand. I think, I think most of us don't order as much or we pick, we do carry out, like we go get it because we don't yeah. want to spend the extra money. But you realize there's a lot of bad drivers out there. So I agree with Trader. I think you want people, You they are... Understand that there should be some parameters. There should be programs. So I do agree with Pedro where some people are upset at some of the programs, but at the same time, we're, if they would just be more transparent about the whole situation, yeah. it wouldn't be easier to say, okay, hey, yeah. rock, rock with us. Take 80% of these orders and we got you for this A, B, and C. Not yeah. this mysterious, we got to figure it out. Some people have to figure out the algorithm. So I think that's yeah. the, the problem. I think that's why most people are point. frustrated. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, and I, I agree with that because for me, I used to, you know, for me it was like in St. Louis at least, like I see a, I would see a lot of trash, right? I'm like, I'm not taking this trash. That's why my AR, I hit zero twice in the last three years, right? Yeah. And I was fine with that. I almost wore that with a badge on. I'm like, I'm not taking trash. And I still don't take trash, but I do, I have definitely, if I'm being honest, I'll use the word compromise. You know, I, I've definitely compromised in certain times of the day, like, hey, this is, the miles to money makes sense. It's still profitable. I'm just going to take it because I have seen the effect of that when it's busy. Like I'm seeing good orders. I can go to Edwardsville, never been there. And I was traders yeah. like, I've never been in that restaurant before. And it was Dude, a 16, was $16. I've never been to before. So it's Offer like screen immaculate. I mean, this is honestly something guy. there. Results. They changed it. They, I think they, they definitely have changed some things and we have to realize it's still for their benefit. Yeah. Right. It, and everything these companies do are for their benefit. And to Hannibal's, Hannibal's point about the transparency, because I think a lot of us drivers are leaving money on the table and we don't even know it because we don't see the full payout. 
So we might see $9 seven miles or eight bucks going, whatever. That could be a, a $16, $20 order and we don't even know it, right? But we're yeah. not willing to take the gamble as we shouldn't take the gamble, right? Because we, you know, we shouldn't want to drive more than we want to. And we maybe it stays at eight, but yeah, maybe it goes to 16. But if it shows yeah. a 16, we're all over it. So that's the real issue for me. I'm not yeah. tripping off the diamond zone and, oh, it makes you an employee. It doesn't make me an employee. I'm working yeah. less. Like I'm only working four days, you know. So for me, I'll I say just... this. Uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but I just want to add on to what you're saying because, in particular, to the diamond zone, if 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 you remember at the end of last year when they really started branching it out to different uh, markets in the in the in the U.S., right? Mm -hmm. Between now and then, we've really seen a shift into how they pool the orders, right? Mm -hmm. At first, it was just a fact of. If it has a diamond, you know, it's two to one. If it has a diamond and a plus sign, it's going to go up. But now we see in a situation where if you're not over 50%, not only will you not see orders that have two to one, the diamond, you won't see orders at all. So that's, I think, where the shift is But that's is the really issue, changed. Trader. Do you, do you think that that's right? No, I don't think or it's right. Or do you right. think they should just level it out and we should all make about the same? Like, what do you guys say to that? Like, should we all just be making the same or should good drivers that make better decisions and use hot bags and give good customer service, should they make more or should we all just be making the same and everybody sees everything? For you me, know, like it's really hard to say when all these different variables are in place. Cause I just look at myself, like how can they really judge what type of driver I am? They don't really know what I'm doing <laughs> at any given time. I'm be, I'm bro. I'm gonna keep it 100 with you. They could never really know what I'm doing. Cause I could be on Uber. I could be on Grubhub. You know what I'm saying? Now, I could have the perfect, I, I could get my ratings up and I could be pausing my dash after deliveries. I could be making sure I don't go to certain restaurants so I don't even have a higher chance of getting a customer interaction because I'm picking up five McDonald's orders. It's just so many variables to where I don't even think that they can necessarily qualify or list someone as a better driver than the next person because when there's so many things going on in the gig economy, I, you, they never know what I really could be doing at any given time when it comes mm. to what I'm working and when I'm working it. Yeah. Yeah. Honest to God. Uh, I think, I, I think in terms of, I mean, we, we, not, you know, we're kind of living, I guess we're talking in an idealistic sense. Right. But mm -hmm. yeah. you know, that's not how it is in reality. Right. We're in terms of should everyone get the same? Well, that's, that's not how things work. Right. There's, you know, there's there's variables in their environment, your market situation, your financial situation may be different in mind. If you're struggling, you got to pay some bills, then you're going to probably take more than I would take. So, like a lot of that comes into factor. But I think yeah. what DoorDash wants, they want they want um, they want to reward those people who are going to take more. That yeah, logically that. makes sense. Yeah. So, well, and that's what they said last year. That. They said they said accept more, earn more. That was the tag. Yeah. yeah. And I like, remember so, when I heard it, I was like, oh, that's not gonna work for me, right? <laughs> but but you <laughs> know, that, that, but now it's kind of working. So it's like no, and, that, and that's that's know. real talk. Because look, at first it was like accept more, earn more. Yeah. I'm like, look, how you gonna earn more if you're taking trash? Well, look, check this right. out. If they not giving cherry pickers nothing. Yeah, you is going to earn more. Well, you know, else. I want to I mention this because I, I heard something and a friend of the show, I watch his show, Mr. Flex. He's an OG in this space, right? And yep. I heard he's making less money. And his he, his zone became a diamond a couple weeks ago. 
and now he's eight hours he's making 100 bucks that's less money right so yeah. obviously we're seeing in multiple different states multiple cities when the diamond zone comes in they are punishing cherry pickers and that's oh i mean absolutely. that sucks it sucks but like then we have to decide and that's my whole thing is okay now that we know what the reality is hannibal just mentioned reality yeah. right yeah what do what we do, do? Yeah, you, you don't have, have to participate you don't have, you don't have to, participate. to participate if you don't want to. Right. And you shouldn't be upset if someone's participating and they're doing well. That's the thing that really irritates me. I think a lot of people are mad at people who are doing well. Um, yeah. I saw a video, same same uh, Show Me The Money Club, um, a guy in LA, I think Sergio was interviewing him. He's making like good money as an Uber driver, I think uh, Lyft driver. I'm like hosting like really it. crazy amount of money. And in the comments, people are saying it's BS, it's nonsense, that's not really happening. And Sergio, yeah. you know, Sergio is trying to, you know, he's out there in each <laughs> comment. It's like, did, yeah. you didn't read the article. Like there's yeah. an article pinned. Did you read it? There's screenshots there. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of it is just, a lot of people are in some, they're frustrated. They may yeah. not be in the right financial situation. Things were easier two, three years ago. Yeah. They're not anymore. Who am I going to blame? Yeah. Right. You know, instead of, you, you know, you can't, you can't contact Tony Shu. So it could be a content creator doing well. I'm going to attack that person. They shill. Well, they, I'm, listen, I am well. the door that I am the new door that shill. I've taken Bentley's throne <laughs> and I've and, and I, I'm fine with it. I'll say it again. DoorDash has not paid me anything. If they yeah. did, I'd, I would hang the check behind me and I would send my, I heard that, I'd send my daughter to college and say, I'd throw my middle <laughs> right, forget like, that. Right. I don't like and I've said that since day one, but I've not made a dollar. Right. But yeah. I think it's interesting. Yeah, we talk about, you know, the, the whole thing here. We're talking about independent. Are we not? You know, and it's like we got drivers. This guy's not making money. He's taking. Why are you doing this? But if we're successful in making profits, that should really be the only thing that matters. Right. Exactly. And if you're not, hey, try walking dogs. Try doing this. Try Spark. If yeah. DoorDash ain't hitting for you, deactivate the app. There I'm are opportunities. I'm, There's I'm opportunities in this them. country right now. Yeah. <laughs> There's opportunities. But the days of us turning the app on. And most of us, most of us, not all, came to this right at the pandemic, maybe a little before, maybe a little after, and it was banging, right? Those days are done. So we can't be as entitled. We can't expect. If I go out with Dash, with, with Trader in Edwardsville, I shouldn't turn my app on. I shouldn't expect everything to fucking be $20. What reality are we living in here, right? Right. right. We, that's, not, that's not reality, right? So I have to understand there are people that don't tip. I have to understand that the orders just come out. It is what it is. Markets are different. But like, we got to take that entitlement. Like we have to like lessen it, I think. And I know a lot of people won't like that, but like we have to be a little more realistic because we're not living in 2021, 2022. It's, it's a new day. I know? agree. I agree. Um, you know, yeah, I would end it with this. Cause I'm going to go watch the rest of WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, it's been amazing. I mean, the whole, the whole weekend is great. You know, LSU won. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I was, appreciate I, that one. I know. At I owe you. Anyway, it's fine. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. The one thing I would realize, you, the, your market and your situation will humble you. Eventually, even though those who are upset about the current situation was going on, yeah, they're going to eventually try something different. They're going okay. to have to because they're going to get hungry. They're going to have to pay and get some food. The, the bill's going to be coming up. They got to pay the utilities. They got kids and stuff like that. So eventually... Just life will humble us all. So if mm -hmm. things ain't working right now, it's not necessarily one person. It's just a situation. You figure out what works and yeah. watch the content creators that are doing the thing that you want to do. Yeah. That's it, right? Like, yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Trader, any final thoughts? I'm going to bring the, the panel up. Anything else you want to say to the people? Yeah. I'm going to end it with this. Look, 
do what works for you. If sitting, complaining, making no <laughs> money, doing the same damn thing is working, keep it up. Keep it up. But if you want to, <laughs> if you want to see, you know, another possibility to make some money, come check out my channel. If you want to see how you can adapt to it, what's changing with DoorDash, go ahead, holler at my man's Pedro. Yeah. And if you want information on some other stuff, holler at Hannibal. That's you know, you know he what? got That's the cargo van information. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He man, look, y'all know what's up. That's all I got. All right, man. This was fun. Right, listen, I appreciate I appreciate you guys coming on here and and sharing your perspectives with me. And I'm gonna bring this new panel up and and we're gonna talk a little bit more. So I appreciate you all guys. Thank all right, man. Enjoy the show. Anytime, the show man. All right, guys. Thanks. Okay. Uh, oh, I think we're good. Okay, so I see everybody waiting. I'm gonna stay in the chat for a minute. I'm gonna see exactly who we got. So we got Bobby Southern Gig. Uh, we got Dasher Benz. I see my man Nova Dasher. I see Bud Soda, and I see a real talk with Roy. I think things are about to get a little spicy. I see the Matrix, and I'm ready for it. Okay, I want all opinions. This is so he just said WrestleMania. No holds bars. Roy, Bobby, Benjamin, Nova, bring all the opinions of what you guys think about. Are you really an independent contractor? Why are we being, why such a hypocrisy with the ratings? And I believe that there's hypocrisy there. Let's talk about that. But before I get there, I'll give some shout outs to the chat. What up, Jody, Rum, Mr. AR, Christopher. See you guys. Hope you guys are enjoying the show. Hit the thumbs up. If you're getting some value from this entertainment, um, I see Bud Soda. I think Bud Soda's here. He is there. He's in the chat. Gig Wars is still in the house. Gig Work Mama. Uh, just like any business, you need to adapt when the environment changes. Absolutely. And some people adapt by working the same app a different way. Some people adapt by working that app less and multi-apping, which is a fantastic way to adapt, right? Um, join in and give my feed. Mr. AR, you could the pin the top of the chat. There's a, a pin that says my name and there's like a little HTTPS thing next to it. You can click on that. And then there's a link you could join with the streamer and there's instructions for anybody that hasn't joined yet and you want to join. And so let me go ahead and bring in these panel of guests to see if anybody else new popped in. I also see Tony. I see Michael. I'm going to bring, should I bring all of you guys on at once? What do you guys think? Let me see here. Or should I do four and four? Um, let me see. I'm going to bring all, I'm bringing all you guys on at one time. I don't want to make you guys wait. And I know you guys are all, we won't talk over each other. We'll just kind of go around and round. We can't talk back and forth though. So let's go ahead and bring in Real Talk with Roy. Roy, how you doing? Uh, pretty good. Can you hear me? I can. Appreciate you All coming right, on, man. Thank you. All right, Bud Soda. Bud Soda, are you there? Okay, if Bud Soda's working, I am not going to bring him on the panel. Sorry. Nova Dasher. What's up, Nova? How you doing? I can't hear you. Nova, are you there? He's muted. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Man. Okay, you're How good. Okay, cool. got no, a phone good. call after the wrong time. Oh, you're good. Dash for Bench. How you doing, man? Hey, doing fine. How are y'all? I'm good. Southern Gig. How you doing? <clears throat> what up? So we got the Matrix in the house. How you What's doing? Up? We have Gigwise Tim, fellow St. Louis uh, Uber East driver. I can't call him a Dasher. He does Uber. My How boy, you doing, Tim. Tim? Is Tim with us? Tim Bueller. Bueller. All right, I'm going to. I'm going to. Okay, I'm going to let him get his audio ready. We have Tony the Driven Dad. Tony, are you there? Hey, what's up? What's up, man? How you doing? All right, so let's go ahead and I want to start with. Hold on, I got to get this out of the way. Okay, so I want to start with Roy. We'll kind of just go around. So, Roy, are we independent contractors? What are we? What do you think about the rating system, the program? Just you got you got the first shot at it, my friend. Um. 
first of all, I don't consider you guys independent contractors, maybe a subcontractor slash independent employee. So we already know my thoughts on that. Uh, I don't believe you to be a true independent contractor. No. There's too many rules you're having to follow. There's too many There's too many things set for, for you to have to do the job that you're doing. Uh, just because you have a 1099 doesn't make you independent anything. That's just how the IRS sees it. And because the IRS is lazy, they don't even look into this. Um, and they probably get paid not to look into this stuff. So, so to use that, I, I'm a 1099. That's my 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 reasoning for being independent. No, um, you follow way too many rules. You're told when, how, what you need, everything by DoorDash or whatever app you have to do the job that you're doing. So, that does you're not independent at that point. Um, second of all, you're not independent when you have to be subsidized, whether it be California, Seattle, New York. You're not independent when you're having to be subsidized subsidized by the local government. So you make enough money. You're not independent. You're being subsidized by the government. So you're not independent. Um, as far as the programs, I don't believe in programs. Programs are garbage. As, as if I'm, if DoorDash does my background check, they trust me enough to do deliveries, to hire me to do deliveries. I should have everything open to me, whether it's the LLP, whether it's the Diamond. I shouldn't have to do anything special to get uh, special uh, special programs or special orders. Um, you trusted me to sign on to the app to do deliveries for you. I should be entitled to everything that comes on that app. Um, I shouldn't have to do anything special to get these type of specific orders. That, that's bullshit, um, in my opinion. Um, because then, you're it, like Bobby's always saying, it pushes you more into the employee status, and it doesn't make you an independent contractor now because DoorDash is telling you, uh, if you want this much money, you're going to have to do what I tell you, and you're going to have to be on this program. You're going to have to keep your AR this much um, in order to make this amount of money. That's no different than my job at Domino's. You have to do this. You want to raise, learn how to do this. We'll give you more money. So it's no different because you're being told what you got to do by the app in order to make more money. As let, me ask you, let me ask you a question, though. Aren't other, uh -huh. aren't other people that do other types of independent contractor work don't they have rules and prerequisites and things that they need to follow and permits and licensing and what's the difference? Yeah. Well, that's that's why I that, that's why I think the whole independent contractor is a lame term in my opinion. I would say subcontractor I makes more that. sense to me. Yeah. Um, that whole independent contractor to me that's that yeah that's retarded. That's like uh, that's almost saying you're a business owner. In my opinion, you might as well either say business owner, subcontractor, contractor, whatever. I don't believe that in the whole independent contractor. To me, that's corny. Um, I would believe it to more be a subcontractor. Like if I owned a plumbing company, the homeowner is going to contract me and then I'm going to contract that out to somebody else. And that's the same thing DoorDash does. Of course, customer orders food, goes to DoorDash, DoorDash gives it to you. It's a contractor setup, a subcontractor setup, not an independent contractor. I think it's all based on getting around tax, getting around certain rules and certain laws and states to put you as an independent contractor. And it also, you know, it also boasts people's ego because all these people think, oh, I'm independent, I'm independent. No, you're not, no, you're not. And, and I think that a lot of people get that mindset that, oh, I'm independent, so I'm the, I, I can do what I want, when I want and how I want, and that's BS. Hmm. But we, okay, we, okay. Do, we do own our own businesses. This, what, what, business do you, what, business what do you mean do, by what that? Hold on. Do you own? I own a delivery business. 
Okay, do you have an LLC? Do you have a yeah. state certificate that has your business on it? Yes, I have an LLC. Okay, so hold on. Okay, Matrix, so Matrix. How? what percentage of DoorDash drivers do you think have an LLC? More about, or less than 1%? About 1%. Yeah, I would I would tend to agree. With Push. That. I'm I'm just I'm just saying you can like we own our own. We're 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 operating as a, as an independent contractor. We're not hired by anyone. We don't fill out that kind of paperwork. We don't get a W two. That that specifically defines whether we're an employee or we are a 1099 independent contractor business owner. I mean, I guess the terms can get kind of wishy washy, but. Yeah, I mean, anybody in this room could go get an LLC for 10 bucks and you're, you're there you go. It just limits your liability if you're sued. Who's this topic, Matrix? Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, Matrix, but you're falling under a subcontractor. You're, you can have your own business, sure, but you're still a subcontractor. You as uh, Are you specifically with your business going out and getting catering orders for your business? Are you getting the customers yourself? Are you advertising that you are a delivery business? Or are you just using the apps to get the, the customers for your so-called business? Because if that's the case, you're none but a subcontractor. Yes, you can have a business license to be a subcontractor, just like any plumbing company or any other company, but you're still being a subcontracted by DoorDash to take their food delivery. That doesn't make it your business. That I, own a, a I, I own a delivery business. And then I choose, pick and choose to work with five or six different apps, and I pick and choose to do business with them with my delivery a, business. But, as a, but that makes you a subcontractor. Not if, I'm an LLC, not if I'm an LLC, it doesn't. Hey, Pedro, can, can I hop in here for a second? Yes, sure, no, yeah, no. So I think most dashers don't look at the whole independent contractor as true you know, definition, word for word, the IRS thing. I think most of them see it as I can take the orders that I want. I can log out. I don't have, to, if, I don't, if I don't work, if I don't, you know, sign into my shift, nothing happens. Mm. You know what I mean? I so I, I think, I think for them, it's I, the way that I see it is, I think if I look at it objectively, I think in a true definition, we're not, but I feel like I am. Cause if I, if I want to take a week off, I can't, nothing happens. I'm not going to get deactivated or whatever. You know, so I, I think, and I think a lot of people now have a lot of like re recency bias when it comes to DoorDash. Now they're like, oh, earn more, get more. And I'm like, they also said for longer distance deliveries, you're going to get, going to make more money. And that, that, that was a lie. You know, I've delivered a lot of orders from the base page super low and it's more than five, six miles away or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I think it's, I think for me, for example, like I, I, I have a lot of deliveries in and to me, I, I know what my market is like and. 625 is my minimum number. If it's really slow, maybe 575, 525, a mile here or there. But I don't, I, I think with me, with all the apps, you know, I, they, they always change and you can either stay with them or, you know, you can not do it, you know? Yeah. So I think no, a lot I of think, people I, just I feel. Think, I think you're right. Let me ask you a question. Do you think yeah. if I came to Virginia next week and we met up in a parking lot, do you think my phone would get better orders than your phone? Um, probably. I mean, I, I guess, I guess there's so much luck involved with the orders, you know, but I, I think you would do well. I think, I think, you know, you, you live in a busy market. I live in a busy market. So I think there's, there's so many different ways to, to dash now and, yeah. you know, programs or whatever, pizza programs, LOP, you know, I think, I think it's all, you know, relative, but I, I think if I went to San Louis, my only, my only disadvantage would be not knowing the restaurants. That's about it. Right. You know? 
everything so you, else. So you, you, know? you don't think that the diamond zone is prioritizing drivers, no? I mean, I'm in my whole market is diamond, but I never ever said in my AR, so I'm not high enough. So I don't see any diamonds, any plus, anything. I just keep it as, as simple as possible, mm-hmm. you know? So and now with a new offer screen, all I see is the mile yeah. and, you know, the dollar amount and the, the merchant. So I think now more than ever, it's super important to know your market and know, know the restaurants because you can't see the items anymore. Yeah. yeah. Let yeah. me ask you a question before I go to Dash Revenge and then go to Bobby and Matrix again. Do you, What do you think about the programs? Like Roy was saying, he thinks they should not. We should not have programs at all. You trust me to sign up for an app. Like, what do you say about the programs? Do you, do you think they're good or do you think they're bad? I mean, I, I think I think it's a way for them to filter. You know, like, like you said, you don't want a brand new Dasher. I get it. They accepted you. You did the background check, all that good stuff. But you're still like new, like raw, you know? So I, I think the programs is more for the for them to kind of protect themselves to so know, hey, this dash cares about it. He's not gonna just unassign it, you know, he's gonna follow through or whatever. You know, can they be a little bit unfair? Sure. I mean, I think there's people that I know that should be on program, but they can't get in. Mm. You know? So I, I think there is something to be said about things like that. But you know, it's 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 just a way, you know, they they decide to do their business, I guess. Gotcha. Uh, uh Dash Repens, give me your thoughts on the topics tonight. All right, so I I do want to continue referring to us as independent contractors, and I honestly think it's dangerous not to. Um, Why? I, uh, because I see, um, I mean, I kind of get both sides of what's uh, what's being said here, but with the feds trying to push to reclassify us and everything, which, um, let's be honest, it's going to be a hellhole if – that were to go through. Yeah, I, I um, would not like that. Think, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, like I don't that think, at all. I don't think we need to be uh um not now. I don't think we need to be giving them reason like uh, see, they're even admitting that they're not independent. Um but my thoughts on what was said here, um I do uh, I think Roy was a little vague about the when he said like too many rules like how many is too many like what are these rules i mean don't you like pedro said uh every independent contractor has like agreements they have to sign and everything and obviously with doordash and i don't think there's like uh, that many um not like as uh, of course there's going to be more liability stuff you got to sign if you're like a plumber or anything uh if you're just taking food from point a to point b yeah. in in your bag you know right the, how much is too much to, uh, uh, I don't think, I don't think DoorDash, re- I don't think these apps really demand that much out of us um, for real, but uh, what independent contract, uh, I do like, uh, before I forget, I do like what he said though about New York and California having to subsidize dashers. Uh, I don't, uh, I want to try to be cautious because I'm not in those areas and I don't know exactly what it's like, but I do think it's horseradish that you're pushing for the government to uh, to uh, force them to put more money in your pocket, like basically guaranteed money instead of yeah. m- making your own strategy and everything. I mean, in New York City, you know, they're they're blowing, they're blowing their pants they're blowing their pants out over uh, over the minimum wage requirement not being passed. Like you got your precious tip transparency laws and that wasn't good enough for you. You're in New York city. I've been doing this full time for a year. You can't find a way to make it work. If you need the government's help, you're just lazy. That's, that's what it is. Or, or your, or your market just sucks and you need to find another job or whatever. Um, 
But what yeah, independent contractor means to me? Go ahead. Okay, I'm not sure what he said, but uh, what independent contractor means to me is that um, uh, I view this as independent as an IC because, like Nova was saying, I can uh, log in and log out whenever I want. I can go literally six months and no repercussions and everything. Name. Uh, what are you supposed to classify that as, you know? Um, and it also means that, like was said, I don't have to take one dead gum order that I don't want to take. I have full, full range of control. That's my decision. It's uh, just like in any other self-employment um, independent contractor work, you have to decide, hey, am I going to work with this client or not? Is it going to be worth it? And you're actually Actually, it's risk assessment, and I think it's for its problems. It's a very good system put in place of risk assessment where you succeed or fall based on your own strategy. And I want the good dashers to be rewarded somehow. I don't know how else you would do that without some of these programs that they're rolling out. Like I seriously, I'm. I mean, I I have a channel. I give tips and tricks. I give my my own. I spill my own. Uh, secrets. I want to help people who are uh, who want to be helped, who want to be the good dashers. I do not want dashers. When you say when you say good dasher, what does that mean to you? Because I think yes. that could be different for yeah. others. So before yes, I go to Bobby, what, what what is a good dasher to you? What does that mean? A good dasher, one who has good customer service, who um, I guess like tries to maintain a positive attitude and treat all the customers and merchants with uh, with dignity and the, cause seriously, if, and, and ones who aren't just lazy, you know, who uh, people who are willing to put in a little extra work and, uh, and think through it, think outside the box, come up with their own strategy to make it work for them. I seriously don't want people who are eating customers food to make the same money I'm making. I want them to fail. I want the, the, the sucky, uh, bad, I want these bad uh, customer service people to get lower ratings. They don't need to be succeeding. It, any job, whether W two or ten ninety nine or whatever, it has to be. It has to. You get out of it what you put into it, and that's how it should be. Fair enough. Let's go to Southern Gig, Bobby. Bobby, what are your thoughts on the topics tonight? All right. So as far as the what you want to label us me and roy have gone back and forth on this thousands of times i feel like uh, i've heard some of those conversations i think <laughs> he's partially right but i you know we we agree and also disagree um i don't think there's a correct term for us because i think there's too many there's too many variables to put us into one specific box i would yeah. say it's kind of a hybrid of all of it um as far as the programs go and look i'm on lop and mm -hmm. sometimes I do get some good orders, but I'm with Roy 100%. I feel like if you're really not actually in like any kind of an employee at all or in any sense, then the fact is none of these programs should exist, you know? And as far as the, the rewarding people thing, you know, mm -hmm. to me, and this is no disrespect to, to Ben at all, but like to me, when you say, oh, we should be rewarded, to me, that's a, that's an employee mindset because I don't want to be rewarded. I want to go out there and hustle and make my own money. 
and not have somebody tell me, oh, well, you know, if you take this crappy order, we're going to reward you by putting you in a special program. That but Bobby, might- aren't you being rewarded? Because you're in the LOP. I'm not. So That's you're correct. being rewarded. You're being rewarded and I'm not. So what do you right. say to that? It, that if if LOP went away tomorrow, I would still make my money and I would find other ways to do it. I don't. But you would LOP. you wouldn't be able to do it with DoorDash. It doesn't it doesn't matter. That's the that's the whole point of what we do is that you know you've said for since you've had your channel right the biggest thing you've said is is to have different kinds of uh, different kinds of ways to make money right. Absolutely. So if we're solely focused on one specific app and saying oh well then we have to adapt with them and, you know, take these orders uh, that we might not have taken in the past just because they've changed the system. To me, then you're not really giving yourself all the opportunities that you truly can have, right? So, for example, um, I made this reference the other day where, you know, if you go sit at a restaurant, right, and you get to order one meal and that meal comes back and you're like, oh, man, that meal didn't taste that great, right? And, but you can't go back and you're like, oh, I wish I would have had the fish instead of the steak, right? Or you can look at it and say, hey, if I go to a buffet, I can have a little of this, a little of that. And that way, if something's not good, something else might be good. And that's how I look at the apps, right? I look at the apps as, well, hey, if DoorDash is going to change the way their game is played, then I'm going to play back and say, hey, okay, then I'll go sign up for seven other apps and you can take your $4 and shove it. Yeah, that's fair. And listen, I can't, I cannot let this slide. Bobby just said he likes buffets. Said what? Bobby just said he likes buffets. Well, I'm Same. a fat guy. Listen, you're supposed, you're supposed, supposed, you're supposed to, to laugh, guys. Come on. Ha ha ha. Listen. So, okay. So let me, I want to ask Bobby this question specifically because him and I had uh, text messages last night. So he's, you know, he doesn't like the programs because of the employee and, don't make me do something I don't want to do. I get that. Totally respect Correct. that. And I think the way Bobby works the apps is really smart. Guy, he's guy's making his money. He's killing it. He shows at it just about every day. Big ups to you, right? But for me, the one thing I would challenge you on is if you're part of the LOP and DoorDash requires you to have a 95% completion rate, you are playing a game. Because okay. if you go to if you go to if you have a 95% completion right now and you go to accept an order that's a catering. The DoorDash app will automatically, your rating will go down to 94. And if you get to that place and there's a long wait or something happens, you don't like the person because they snart at you, whatever. If you decide to unassign that you, and you stay at 94, now you have to do what DoorDash wants you to do in order to get back in the program. You know what I mean? So for me, when I talk about the ratings and like, why is this more important and we like this program, but we don't like this program, what's the difference? Okay. So my response to that is very simple. Um, I don't know where exactly you're getting that information from. I don't know if that's your personal experience, because with my experience, I have been an LOP ever since the program was created. I was actually grandfathered in back when it was the whatever that thing was called, the drive program. So I never had to call it automatically put me in there. Right. I have been below 95 percent thousands of times at this point i've been down to 85 and i've never been kicked out of LOP. so so to use your words against you you are being rewarded as an employee and i'm not what do you say to that uh my response is once again is that is it possible i'm being rewarded yes however my counter argument to that is is that unlike other programs that incentivize you to essentially be forced to have a certain acceptance rate and maintain that at some point i don't have to do that 
I can sit there and walk into a restaurant and say, no, I'm not doing this. And I don't have to worry about taking a single bad order ever under any circumstances. Ever. So you have seniority. That's what that word's called, you right? You call you it whatever seniority. you want. I call it I'm smart. I work the app smart, not hard. That's how No, I'm the doing. algorithm, the app is allowing you to stay in the program and it's not allowing others because you've been on it in the beginning. That's seniority. You can't yes. call it anything else besides that. And employees I, I, and employees <laughs> having seniority. Independent contractors don't have any seniority. I mean, there's I, no I way work, you could. I mean, I don't work for the coding system to answer that question. So uh, I'm not going to make up hypotheticals. Okay. But good. the reality is, is that you've seen how I work. And as far as I'm concerned, I cannot in good faith ever encourage someone to take what I would consider a bad order ever, mm-hmm. even for one, let alone what is it called? Hell week or whatever they call it. Yeah, now. I don't call it that. That's stupid. I don't, I don't, I don't, about that. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it. And I understand, I understand markets are different and people have to make their money, but in a market like mine, which is believe it or not, Pedro minus the size, because your market is bigger than mine. Um, yeah. It's the same, right? Yeah. So as far as the order volume, because I've watched enough of your videos to see how many orders you get bombarded with. Yeah, I'm in a market of twenty nine thousand. I don't know what yours is, but it's obviously significantly more than that, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in the end of the day, I don't ever have to take any kind of garbage order, and I make. As a matter of fact, now I make more money now than I did a year ago by doing less DoorDash. And that's because you got the Spark, and you you can put in your rideshare promos, and you have other way Instacart, and you've you've diversified the apps, you know. Um, but yes. we're talking just DoorDash. And for me, right. if I'm being honest, you have seniority with the DoorDash app and I don't. So you have a perk to the app and you're being prioritized as far as LOP. And you don't have to keep your ratings up at 95. Neither does Gary. And I think some of you OGs, I applaud that. Like, I can't argue like that. You, you guys got <clears throat> it good. But you are being rewarded in a program. But you guys don't like programs. That doesn't make any logical sense to me at all. I just have to say that I cannot control if the app is choosing to reward me for being a bad employee, as Roy would call it. I consider (laughs) myself a bottom dasher and I'm proud of it. Okay. Hey, that's God. Hey, I love that for you, man. If you're making I'll give you I'll give you an example. This week alone, okay. And this is not to brag, this is just to point the facts out since we like to talk about money, right? I worked 45 hours, not not dash time, like the whole thing from the moment I was turned on to off. Yeah. I made $1,830 and made $40 an hour and drove 600 miles. Right. And I will say this. I, I want you guys to understand one thing. He had about $400 in promos, right? That's correct. Okay. But that's a fantastic week. I applaud you, bro. That's, that's great. taking advantage of your resources. You Absolutely. should be proud of that. I did the same thing. I actually did Uber rideshare. You know this. I, I shared that with you. I did. I made 155 I think, on Uber this week because I had some tips to come yep. in and and it was great. And I only worked 55 minutes or something. Like it was fantastic. Go ahead. Go ahead. Bro. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes back. And that goes back to my point of you not being independent. You were given these opportunities. Just like just like I would yep. be given the opportunity yeah. at my W2. You're given those. So that's where the Good whole point. non-independent comes from. Because without being given those incentives by the company, mm-hmm. if the company didn't give you those, it's not like you went out on you your own. You wouldn't have made that money. Yeah. And made that money. You wouldn't have made the money if it wasn't for the company's handing you the thing. Right. So it's the same argument with you. What, if Domino's what, what, didn't allow you to work, then you wouldn't what, have the opportunity to make money at Domino's. So where does that line, line end? What, what are you talking about? 
Like you're saying, if it wasn't for these apps giving me the opportunity to make money, then I wouldn't make money on the apps, right? Yeah, because a true independent contractor or a true business owner goes out and gets their own customers. Like when I was uh, when I owned my business as a maintenance uh, uh, aquarium maintenance uh, mm-hmm. business owner, I went to doctors' offices to get my clients. I went to hotels to get my clients. I actually went out and got my own clients. I wasn't mm-hmm. given clients by an app to go and do their bidding for them. I had to go out as a true business owner and get my own. And this is where it goes to a matrix. Yes, he has a delivery business, which means he's actually LLC. He can go to restaurants and say, I will take your 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 food deliveries and make them his client. That's what a true business owner does. They go out. Yeah, but but anybody without an LLC can do the same thing. So anybody without the LLC can do the same. Well, you would have to have you would technically have to have a business license in your state to do that. Yeah. Let's uh, I want to kick it over to Matrix and then we'll get to Slavic. I want to say this Slavic. Good to see you, my friend. It's been a while. Glad to talk to you in a minute. So Matrix, what do you say about the topics tonight? Uh, well, well, which one? <laughs> Any of them. Back, back to yeah, the, yeah. well, I mean, I, I just, I, I think of it as I own a delivery business. I receive bids. Every single order that hits my phone, if you can just transform this into the business world, is a bid. It's an offer. Hey, we have a job, which is a delivery from Chick-fil-A for two miles. Here's a job. We are presenting this job to you and hundreds of other businesses or drivers or however you want to classify them. I think me and Roy got caught up in kind of the minutia of, you know, what what do you call whatever? It's just semantics at this point. But it, they're bids. They come out. Hey, here, here's a bid from DoorDash to right, driver right. A uh, for $6 for this. Do you accept the bid? No, I don't. Okay, on to the next company, on to the next independent contractor, on to you know, everybody right, else right. that's out there on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. And then I get another bid and I get another bid. I am a business accepting and rejecting bids. So let me ask you a question real quick. What do you think about DoorDash prioritizing independent contractors? Cause I'm going to say it right now. I believe they are prioritizing certain accounts. I don't, that's my opinion, but I think I have enough videos for the, this year and meeting up with other dashers and seeing screens. What do you think about DoorDash and what they're doing in 2023? I think that as DoorDash and the other apps have good bids, they may offer them first to uh, people that they would uh, that have done them a solid in the past, meaning acceptance okay. rate. Let's right. say a secret handshake in the hallway with your buddy across the street that owns a business. Hey, uh-huh. we got a really big bid coming in today. I'm going to offer it to you guys first. I would right. say, and, and they either accept it or reject it. This time we have to reject it for X, Y, Z reasons. Oh, that's a shame. We're going to offer it to the next guy. Down the Polenko chain. Remember we talked about the the, the orders all start at the top and drop to the bottom. Or maybe this guy did a really good job for me before I'd like to offer him this bid, i.e., you know, this guy has a high acceptance rate. However they want to deem it, the offers go out. And maybe there is some old boy, you know, behind the, you know, whatever behind the building handshakes it's like hey we're going to offer it to this guy first and then we're going to go down the chain i think that exists i was a top dasher before and i felt like i got some pretty good offers first but i'll tell you what my acceptance rate today is 13 percent on mm-hmm. doordash i made a hundred or uh, 308 dollars today no, i mean it, it, was, it was a fine day uh, uh, 40, yeah. sorry, 40 of that was on uber 
Um, so the, the other was, it was a fine day. I'm not, I'm not in the large order program. I'm not a top dasher. I just picked and chose my bids that Mm -hmm. I wanted to accept as my business. That's a crappy bid. That's a shitty bid. That's a terrible bid. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yep. I'll take that one and then repeat the process. And it's just, it's the way I do business. And yeah, I mean, DoorDash can deactivate me. But if I'm a business, I can also deactivate a company and say, we're not going to offer them bids anymore. We don't want to work with them. DoorDash can do yeah. the same thing with me. I've done a terrible job. I've got three violations. DoorDash can deactivate me just the same way in the real world. You know, business X can say, we're not going to do business with uh, business Z anymore because they stink. So yeah. on to the next. Yeah, I hear you. Slavic, what do you, what do you, uh, what, what's on your mind tonight, my friend, about these topics? Oh, just uh, hearing a lot of good arguments, and a lot of them I would actually support. Um, like, you know, argument on uh, contractors or subcontractors. I actually never thought about the subcontractors, but it actually makes sense. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Because, you know, um, you know, I, I, I don't know if a lot of you guys know or not. I moved on into construction, into, um, um, what is that called? Um, handyman area. Yeah. And, and this, and this month I did almost $10,000 uh, of income, uh, before, you know, of course, before expenses, but, but, you know, expenses, I'm talking about, you know, after material and stuff and other right. stuff. So, uh, I also, this, week i had to brought in bringing a subcontractor and i moved on over six thousand dollars to them which i could have you know did did myself if i had more time (laughs) and next week i'm taking a week week off from work so um there is opportunities out there and people just need to look around and say wait a minute what am i good at because doordash uber all of these apps they will focus how to get that job done for less and less. Tips are the only thing that makes I it worthwhile. That's very true. Yep. Yep. And tips are the only thing that actually makes it worthwhile for us for us to do it. So, but as economy is changing, as the world is changing, and everything climbing in price and expenses, it's going to become harder and harder. And a lot of people start realizing they no longer have the money that they thought that they have in the bank account to keep on tipping. And we need to look around. And right now in the construction world, especially here in Florida, people lost cents of value of a dollar. For something that a year ago you could do for a hundred bucks, right now customers willing to pay a grand for. Yeah. It's different. Like, the times are changing for sure. Let me let me ask you a question. So you said you were, it's interesting, you know, uh, arguments on both sides, the subcontractor, independent contractor. Would you call, so all of us at some point, we either were still doing DoorDash or we've done it before actively or, you know, maybe we've moved on like Slavic or, you know, I know Roy works at W2 at Domino's and, and you know, all that kind of stuff, right? Are we, in your opinion, Slavic, are we really independent contractors or are we misclassified? Uh, let me ask a very simple question. Do you actually go and get that order from directly from the restaurant or the DoorDash goes and gets it from the customer in the restaurant? Well, it has to start with DoorDash first. They have to they have to get it and know that it either, either if it came through their app or it was facilitated through 
Papa John's app and then Papa John's you goes to DoorDash. So it has to start there. We don't we don't get the business ourselves first. It's sent to us. So they are the contractor. So if they are the contractor, who exactly are we in the business world? Let's forget about employees. Who exactly are we in the business world if they are the contractor? Yeah, I don't think we're employees, but then it goes to Roy's point. We're, we're something more like a subcontractor. That, that's what it is, because we are fulfilling somebody else's uh, order. We're, we're not, we did not go and got that order. We're fulfilling somebody else's order that somebody else should have, but we're doing it. Because they decided to create a business model where they say, hey, we're not delivering. We're going to hire a bunch of people that could deliver on our behalf. Hmm. And that's done. In a, and that's in construction world. That's considered as a subcontractor. And uh, thanks for whoever brought it up. To me. Uh, because no, I n- never really thought about that. But, it, but that I wanted to give, you know, lay it out. That's, that's what we are. We are subs. Well, we are Roy's, subbing Roy's, for someone else. Roy's been saying this for couple years now right Roy like I feel like you've been you've, you've used that word I've thrown it around but I feel like you know there's been this debate about we're not really independent people think I think we're something different I don't know but I, I know Roy's been kind of one of the yeah, I've that. I've been that. Saying that. yeah I've been saying that for years yeah but there, there's no difference in to the IRS whether we are subs or uh, independent or whatever True. it's True. We, are, yeah. we are 1099 we pay our taxes and if we have a classification of an LLC, an S corp, a corporation, however the hell you want to classify yourself, it doesn't matter to the IRS. You get certain deductions if you're an LLC. You get better deductions if you're an S corp. But yeah. it, however we classify ourselves, the only thing that matters is what it means to the IRS. And it's either you're a W two or you're a 1099. And then we can talk about write offs and all the rest. But those are the two distinctions. W two 1099. We are all 1099. Right? No, that's not necessarily true, bro, because yeah. businesses get better tax breaks and they're able to do a lot more different things. Like, for example, when I was a Lyft driver, I had to have an actual business license to be a Lyft driver. So that opened up a lot more opportunity versus the 1099. Yes, I will get my 1099, but I could also do other business expenses because I actually had a business license because I was a Lyft driver. So businesses do get extra uh, thing. So if we were to say, if we were to be classified as subcontractors at that point, you would need a business license to be a subcontractor, and then it will give you open you the more opportunities because businesses get better tax write-offs than an independent contractor. Well, yeah, yeah. D- deductions are different. Whatever you are filed as, whatever you have, then you have different deductions. I said that on the front end. I don't know. So there are different deductions, but basically there are two classes of us. W-2 or 1099, and 1099 covers sub, sub or, yeah. uh, covers independent, covers all of it. Obviously, right. we've all been a W-2. You're a W-2 at Domino's. Pedro was a W-2 at Applebee's. We all know what that's like. But if you're 1099, you are in that class. You do you, you break down your entire tax return. Only thing that matters, sub or independent, doesn't matter. It's that we get a 1099, and we do our own taxes, and then take the deductions that we can take. So I don't want to get too let me, up all this No, no, yeah, yeah. Let me let me kick it to Gigwise. Are you, are you there, Gigwise? Can you unmute yourself? Can you hear me? Mike yeah, we're, we we can hear you. I'm gonna actually take a potty break. Bobby's in charge. I'll Bobby. be right back. <laughs> Not, Ooh. What are you? Bobby, he's, Bobby's in Bobby's in charge. Why the hell am I in charge? Because <laughs> you're his. Bobby, do you have an announcement about tomorrow morning? Because Bobby's in. 
because he's Bobby's. Uh, Bobby's his oh, employee. Be quiet, Bobby's top five buffets. <laughs> go number five. Okay, this, this is starting to get into Flex's lounge. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Tim. Go ahead. What? Uh, I don't know. No, you said something about here and tomorrow. What about it? No, I thought you had now an announcement about some morning show or something tomorrow. No, yeah, that's you wanted to say. Oh, 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 hey. Well, I have the chance. Hold on, Roy. While I have the chance, if anybody doesn't know, uh, please go check out Always Cherry Pick tomorrow at, uh, I believe it's 8 or 9 a.m. He's going to be having a morning show. I had to plug that. That's my job. Bobby, sir, may I plug? So, okay. Can we let Tim <laughs> talk about the subject, please? Come on. I'll be moderator then. I've got a Walmart Spark thing I figured out. I haven't done it in three months because they started giving me crappy orders. My, uh, I thought that was off. My uh, customer rating went, it reset back to nothing. And I turned it on yesterday for the first time. Guess what? I'm getting good orders again. <laughs> really good orders. Don't know All if that's the why, but that's the only thing that's changed. When you don't work these What's ads that? for a while, they beg you to be back and they'll throw good offers at you. They still haven't thrown me a good offer, though, Bud Soda. That's what I've been waiting for. <laughs> Spark is tanked last few uh, It's called the We Miss Louis, You. Yeah, I, I, I've seen it, but talk about DoorDash, independent contracting, and subcontracting. What do you think on those subjects? It's, well, it's independent contracting. I don't have to work for DoorDash, which you guys know I typically don't because I don't like the app. I don't like DoorDash. Gigwise, I want to ask you, because I don't know if I've asked you directly, beyond just seeing trash, I guess, yeah. whatever hits DoorDash, what don't you like about DoorDash versus Uber Eats? The trash orders, that's all I get. I can't make money quick enough on, on DoorDash. Whereas on my Uber Eats orders, they average anywhere from 4 to $8 more per delivery that I earn over DoorDash order, doing the same exact thing. I average seven to nine dollars for DoorDash order, whereas uh, Uber Eats is anywhere from eleven to twenty dollars for single order uh, delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, so I mean, that's why, that's why I keep saying there, there, there needs to be a lopper program with Uber Eats. But overall, when you make that much more for delivery, it kind of works out. It averages out to, it averages out possibly better. Is it, is it a lot of volume that you see on DoorDash and you just don't want to that, deal with decline to 50, decline to 50, decline to 50, decline to 50? Is that what it really is for you, Tim? Pretty much. Well, we'll say 250 to five, six bucks. And typically they're not, the mileage a lot of times outweighs the actual earnings. So they want, want you to work for under a buck a mile. I can't do that. I See, do and, that in a free and, and Tim and I, Tim and I, literally work in the same zone, and I have not seen. I see maybe two and two or three dollar orders. I might see one or two a day, and we're yeah, in the same exact zone. And he sees nothing but that. So to me, that's just kind of weird. It's just weird, you know. I don't know what's the difference. You know, like that's that's what I'm trying to get at with you guys. Like, what is the difference? Like, uh, am I then being rewarded because my acceptance rate's higher? Is that fair? Is it not fair? Should they send us all the same stuff? You know what I mean? That's what I'm. That's what I want your guys' opinion on. You're being rewarded because you put all these great videos out about DoorDash. Oh, I'm, get out I of here! Honestly, <laughs> I, no. I, do, I, I honestly believe 
at certain individuals, they are given special priority because of the way they talk. Especially with GigTubers, man. Can you see certain GigTubers? Bentley is a perfect example. I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna call you a steal, bro. I know. I know. Oh, uh, it's saying. fine. It's fine. But you know what I'm saying. But it does seem like there are certain individuals that speak very well about DoorDash. They don't seem to see the same shady orders me, Tim, Bobby, or everybody else see. So I, it's hard to say, bro. And you're I mean, gonna I have see to him. see the video I, I've got coming. I see them. I just That's see not less of them. I see. <laughs> I see less of them. And I. So then Bobby's a content creator. So Spark is. Spark is sending him all these great orders because they see his ride-alongs and he loves Spark. Maybe I don't know. Um, I, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree <laughs> with that. Because, Spark I'm gonna disagree with that because um, over the last couple of weeks, I've actually made more money on Uber and Instacart than on the other app. Mm. So it's it every other week it changes. So let's get uh, let's get Michael into the show here. Michael's the guy at the bottom left there. Michael, what are your thoughts on what you're hearing? And welcome to the show. Are you still with us? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Yes. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Honestly, I didn't know I would be in here, but I have a lot to say about it all. Um, Go ahead, Roy. Go ahead, man. So I had a couple questions for Roy, but after hearing what he said, I kind of agree with him. The whole subcontracting thing kind of makes a little bit more sense than independent contractors because uh, we really don't own our own business. We don't get our own customers and all that stuff, but there's a lot of good stuff talking with that. But... um. When it comes to DoorDash specifically, I don't like what they're doing recently because uh, I'm in a position where I have to have DoorDash mm -hmm. because Uber Eats and other apps, they just don't have enough. I can make 50 bucks on Uber and it'll be a really good 50 bucks, but I could like not get an order for two, three, four hours, you know, yeah. and I'll have to subsidize that with DoorDash mm -hmm. in order to actually make money for the day. Um but I don't like the non-transparency, hiding tips. That's just ridiculous. That shouldn't be anywhere in my mind. Um, what's it called? The fact that they're hiding orders from us uh, low acceptance rate people mm -hmm. or cherry pickers, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with that either. I'm a cherry picker and I've seen a drastic decrease in the past few weeks. And so is my best friend. He does it too. Are you, let me ask you a question. Are you, in a, are you in a diamond zone? Did you zone yeah. change for that? Okay. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, actually, I was watching your videos. You got the diamond zone and maybe a month okay. after, I got okay. the diamond zone. Um, but of course, it, I don't think it's changed the, uh, the, the, the cherry picker thing until like the last few weeks. That's when I've noticed a shift. Because uh, last Saturday, actually, it was, I have a video. It was 645. Yeah. That's prime time, dinner time, and I didn't get a single order for 30, 40 minutes. It was crazy. And I think, and this is my opinion, I try. To, I want to come with facts, but my opinion is because you're in a diamond zone and because I think they've changed things, I think you didn't see that because the vast majority of drivers that you're competing against, their acceptance rates higher than yours, so you didn't get you didn't get enough, right? And yeah. I, it feels like that's your issue. It's like, why why is DoorDash playing these games with us, right? Precisely. And, I, and my whole point yeah. of this live is like, well, they're playing these games, so then can we really be independent? Are we independent contractors if they're controlling what they're sending? And you know what I'm saying? Like, what are we... And if they're telling us, well, Pedro, I need you to be above 50. I need you to be above 70. Then what, what really are we here, right? And if yeah, they're telling you... Yeah, you got to be an LOP. You got to have 
completion rate, then what are we here? Is they're actually the ones telling us what we need to do. So we're not yeah. employees. I don't feel like an employee, but I also don't feel like in my zone, if I tanked my AR, I think I'm going to make significantly less money. I, I believe that. Yeah. And I think uh, I agree when I have to start getting above 50% acceptance rate and taking, you know, the trash orders, mm-hmm. like that's when you stop feeling like a independent contractor, I guess, because they're, they're pushing you to take the orders that they want you to take, not the orders that you want to take. And uh, I think it would be okay, except for the transparency. If you want us to agree with you, you have to be more transparent with us and honest. And then the the low pay, I don't agree with that. The 275, 250, 225, there's only so many orders we can take in an hour. And if we're only taking 275 orders, three to four orders, what is that like? 10 bucks or less and that's not right. including gas and uh maintenance issues so I, right. right on on the side there, Honestly, i don't want to hit her music uh, what's it called yes yeah, i've I always be, be, go ahead <laughs> you're good you're good uh, i've always said um i really love the job it's obviously an easy job and dealing with people is fine and stuff but i don't like the companies i love the job i just hate the companies that's yeah. how i see it let me stuff, ask you a question. So. You say you can't, you don't really see a lot of good Uber Eats or they're not, the volume's not there. Have you tried Spark or Instacart or or, or um, any other kind of apps to help, you know, so you don't, maybe you don't have to do as much DoorDash? Like Bobby doesn't do a lot of DoorDash unless it's like a LOP. It seems like when Bobby's doing DoorDash, his orders are like 20, 30 bucks, right? So yeah. have you tried to do how, how, you know, work in the gig economy, how some of these other guys do it? Uh, yeah, I've actually, so... I've been doing, I did DoorDash for three months and then I got on Uber Eats. Uh, I got on Instacart. I recently turned it back on uh, three months ago because, like I said, the order started slowing down. So I do all three at the same time. It's kind of like the same thing on Instacart. I might get a $50 order. I might get an $80 order. I might even get like a short $20 order to do. But for the most part, majority of the pay will be DoorDash. You just can't. Because of the, the sheer volume, be, because of the sheer volume and the offers you yeah. get, but you're just having to decline a lot of crap, basically. Yeah, but you know, Uber will throw you a bone. It'll be 11 for three miles, you know, and you'll instantly yeah. take that. But like, like I said, you can go three hours without an order. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. What mark? What market is uh, Michael in? What are you in? Uh, so I'm in. Um, it's uh, Northwest Indiana, uh, Valparaiso. Oh, it's kind of a it's a yeah, it's a small town, but it has a, a, lot, a town, decent right? amount of people. Yeah. Yeah. There's a college out here. It's a college town. Yeah. You know, you might want to check every once in a while when I when I go uh, long periods with no DoorDash orders at all, I'll sometimes mm-hmm. go on the app as a customer to try and order. And probably three out of five times, it'll say uh, services currently unavailable in your area which means DoorDash is having a problem on the customer ordering end and you're on the delivery end thinking, why am I not getting any orders and not realizing that there's a crash on, on DoorDash's on their end. And usually when that happens, I'll switch over to Uber or just, but it happens a lot more than drivers know that all of a sudden they'll just shut down customer ordering because they're having issues, but you can check it. If you log on to that side of DoorDash, like as a customer, to see if it's up in your area or if there's a if there's an outage, but it happens a lot, and I'll just turn it off. And I think Pedro posted a, a short the other day that it was down um, on both sides. But you might just want to check that if you're going that long without an order. Uh, yeah, down, could, could be that. 
And I got a question for Matrix and Benz. I think that's his name, right? Yeah. Okay, if you guys truly feel you're a true independent contractor, how would you explain the fact that DoorDash doesn't show you full transparency? If you're a true I can agree with that. They show, they show us every, every, they show us a minimum. They show me a minimum. They never pay me less than they show me. Never. Only more. It should be a true independent contractor have all the information to all the job that they are doing. But if I accept a situation, knowing that it's a 650 order, I complete the delivery, i.e. complete the job or the whatever it is, it stays at 650. All of a sudden, if it goes to 950, maybe that business owner said, man, you did such a better job on this bid than we thought. We're going to give you more. They never give us less, Roy. What about, okay, to Roy's, to piggyback on Roy's question, and this is to anybody. So separate from the money, there's there's areas where on the new offer screen, they don't show item count. So you have no idea what you're picking up. You don't know if it's one item, 50 items, 50 cases of water, one case of water. We literally have no idea until you accept it, and then you can drop it. But even in some cases, if it's if, if it's if it's being sent out by the merchant it might say this order sent by the merchant we don't have full details so then we have no idea what we're picking up and we now, also in, that, some, in, in some cases we have no idea what the miles are so what what do you guys say to that independent contractor that, should know where we're going right and uh, what we're so far uh, is that are those like confirmed changes because so far i think they're just glitches no, this is. I've been working in St. Louis. I've had two different screens. One screen shows me item counts. The other one does not. I see both screens with this in the same day. Yeah. Right. Same here. I have, same here. I have yeah. all yeah. new so, screen now. So, so what do you guys new, say to that? What do you guys so say to that? So the new screen. So the new screen with the smaller. Uh, yes. The new screen with the smaller text. You're saying that does not show you the item count. Well, I'm 100 percent saying that, and that is that is not a glitch. Now there are glitches where. It doesn't show mileage. That's, that's more of a Google navigation kind of deal than a DoorDash deal. Yeah, that, but what yeah, do you guys say? To Roy's point, what, we don't even know what we're picking up. Yeah, it's still. Until you accept the bid. What do you guys say yeah, it, yeah, it's still showing me item counts on mine, uh, on my end. So, um, yeah, I definitely would would be against if they're trying to remove that information. Definitely. It, that they, is have, a, they have, a problem. they have, they have, I have not have. seen items in two months. It's been two months. Since wow. Wow. But on a sign is what Pedro just said. We accept the bid. Now we true, see true. the bid as a bi a bigger job than we thought. Maybe it wasn't explained mm -hmm. to us in the contract. And we say, you know what, for this bid, we're going to decline. I know we accepted it, but we're going to reject it and we're going to move on and hope to do business with you in the future. That's it. Like if I see, my issue is my issue is water, if it's I a big just, order, I want to see it. I, if it's 20 pizzas, yeah. I, that's an automatic. I'm taking it every day of the week. If it's 20 pizzas, but see, from Papa John's, but, right? but see, can I interject? But, real but, see, again, but see, then again, it goes against you because now you're being punished when you decline it. You get, you know, you are not getting all the information you want or you're supposed to get. You say, okay, I don't, I can, I have the opportunity now to decline it. Now that I know I can't take it, but then you're punished for it. If you're a true independent contractor. Should you be punished for it? If the if that per, if that business that is uh, doling out bids wants to punish me for it, they can. But, but it's not the business. The business is DoorDash. You're the independent contractor for DoorDash. DoorDash is punishing you. Like if I don't make a delivery on my pizza, I get written up at Domino's. 
it's working the same way for you guys. Oh, if DoorDash you offers me a delivery, if you get dropped, if you drop if too Dor- many, if you drop too many of your if your I'm going to say employers' orders, guess what? They deactivate you. Right. So how are you just true like, independent? Just like or if business A offers me a bunch of offers mm-hmm. and I continually accept them, we sign the contract, we do the paperwork, yes. and I continually drop them. If I'm business owner A dealing with me, business owner X, I might not want to work with that guy anymore. That's exactly. fair. Exactly. If you're, um, the, the, yeah, if you're, if you're, uh, even an IC can have business partners that they have to sign an agreement on. Uh, they have Somebody, to. Hold on, hold on. Somebody has me on in the background. I need you guys to, if you have like the YouTube on, because I'm hearing the feedback when you guys are talking. So if somebody has like a YouTube on, please pause it or mute it or something. Thank you. Go ahead. Yeah, if yeah, if you have like Matrix is saying, if you have a contract signed with them, you have to abide by the rules of that contract. And if uh, it totally makes sense that DoorDash, if they're making the platform, they have to. And now these are real customers with real food that they have to deliver. So they need certain things in place to make sure that these orders get delivered, and they can't have uh, people just unassigning every single order they accept. So if I sign the contract saying, yes, I agree to your terms, then I don't, I don't see that as any different from say, if I'm a plumber and I have to sign onto a contract saying, Hey, I am liable for this. If I, if I don't do this correctly or whatever. Yeah. But you're, but you're being punished on information you don't even have yet. You're not even being able to give the full information from DoorDash to make a legit, a legit, um, a legit pick now, on the offer, but you're just now taking so a far, Pretty much, you're, you're being punished for taking a guess whether or not you want to take it or not. Now, so That's far, uh, um, as far as the information goes, um, like I said, I'm still seeing the item counts, and I'm still seeing the general area and everything. Um, for full information, um, I think there is certain information. You say I should have all the information. Well, should I have a random customer's address before I, uh, a, a private address before? Uh, should well, I have their full we, name? We don't have yeah, the address. Because, yeah, because, we don't have yeah, address. I'm saying, sure. oh, I'm saying because, because then that becomes a safety issue. If I, right. if I Why would I want to take a mystery order that takes me into the south side of Chicago knowing that I could get shot up and killed? I should be able to know that before I even accept that order. Well, they tell us that. You guys can see yeah. the map where the, yeah, order, where the offer's going. You know yeah, where you the hell it's going. But not yeah, all, as far as, you got to remember, not all yeah. apps work the same. And Bobby will tell you that not all apps show you everything. The maps, they don't show you everything. Bobby, sure. was, just do- Bobby was just dealing with this with driving lift. He wasn't seeing the addresses. He wasn't seeing the maps. Oh, I would not. I would never do. I would work with that company then. I would not work with that company. You're setting me up. It does show you like the You should not be forced to not work for a company because they choose to dictate to you what they are willing to give you in order for you to make a decision. If you if you, you do not have drop if you do not have a drop off address up front. Then that's bullshit. Nobody's taking that order. You got to show me where I'm going. I'm not. I don't want to go to the south side of Chicago either. I'm not. I'm not accepting that bid. I'm not accepting that job. I'm just going to move on to the next one. Yeah. No. I'm not sure how it works on Uber and Lyft, but I do get annoyed on like Uber Eats add-ons where they don't show you the map, but it does sh- still show you 
like the the street that you're going to. Yeah, it shows um, you enough. I do want to say I, yeah. I want to bring something up that Roy mentioned. I think he said we're getting punished. I, I do want to say this because he mentioned Roy said, uh, well, if I don't take a delivery, I might be getting written up, whatever. I don't feel like DoorDash punishes me because I drop a lot of fucking orders. Like I my my completion rate went down to 83 percent last week. I got it back up to 90. I'm at 96 right now, but I'll drop it if there's an issue, a long wait. If I if it's a stack and I see one customer didn't tip and that's a customer that's five miles away, drop instantly, drop it. And I don't feel like I'm getting punished because I, they're giving me well, the, 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 they're giving me they tell I can do that up to 20 times out of the last 100, which is a lot. And I've never dropped below 80. So I can still gain that system a little bit. Right. So I don't feel punished in that regard. So there are times I might take something. It looks good. It's not as good as I thought. Maybe I'll drop it depending on time of day or if there's a long wait. But I don't feel it's the same as if being punished like Roy, like you might get written up. I think there's a little bit of a difference there. But I see your point about us not them not giving us all the info. I think it's stupid. Like Michael's saying, we should have and Hannibal said earlier, we should have the information like, you know, we should have that information. If you don't have it. Can we really say we're independent contractors? We don't even know what I'm picking up. I could be picking up 50 cases of water and I have no idea until I accept it. And I have the control to drop it, right? And take a hit on the completion, which that's my choice. But as an IC, shouldn't I have that information? Shouldn't it say, okay, Pedro, this is 50 cases. Do you want to do this bid? But no, instead they say, oh, it's just 1.2 miles away and it's Walmart. Or it's not Walmart, it's CVS, okay? And, and I have I, no idea what I'm picking up. To me, that is not independent yeah. contracting. I, I, get, actually, yeah, I definitely get what you're saying there. It would be nice, at least on shopping orders. And I'm guessing uh, the reason they wouldn't would be like they, uh, I guess, since the, uh, they haven't like thought it through to differentiate between the majority of their orders as restaurant orders. So who cares what, I mean, why do I as a driver care that you got pepperoni instead of mushrooms and everything? <laughs> imagine they just sure. didn't uh, didn't sure. like the, the thing through i mean it would be nice if uh, but i think like the item count uh, like the number of items it's like okay what's the worst it can be you know if it's five items and it's five cases of water then right. uh, then you know that's still a decision but, I but can... in, so, in some cases for me the, the what i don't like the most is it i don't the transparency doesn't bother me as much because i could usually spot it but it is an issue for me it's Okay, you're telling me you're sending me to a sushi joint, right? Mm-hmm. And Gigwise knows there's sushi joints all over St. Louis. You, you're sending me to Cafe Mochi on Grand, and you're telling me it's eight miles. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to go eight miles west, right? Because maybe it doesn't leave me in a great spot. But if I see it and it tells me 40 items at a sushi joint, you best believe I'm going to take that order because it's probably going to be more. But if they don't show no. me the items, they're not giving me all the information. I can't make a good independent contractor decision on that bid to me that's yeah. the biggest issue but. i did want to get back to what he said about like the uh the full tip amount and everything and i definitely get both sides of this but i do not mind it at all really i don't see myself as like missing out on all these unicorns that uh like uh, yeah they're definitely uh, like i said it is risk assessment and i think that like adds into it a bit i really don't think you're making that much less money uh, if you're because we already know and i see your point and you're going to see different offers in your market than i am but i think we all know by now most of us and i do i will say i do wish doordash were more transparent with like i wish they wouldn't say total will be higher on a three dollar order when we all know by now that that's boosh but 
I see no problem with them, like, how to say, because we already know that upside down orders never have hidden tips. I've always seen, and I've taken uh, every order in a row for extended periods for experimentation. I've never seen a hidden tip on an order that I never, uh, I wouldn't have picked up anyway. Like they're all good on the surface to begin with. And I just right. see the extra as an added on bonus. And I can, uh, and I, I see why DoorDash would do that. Cause I truly believe that a lot of these decline now bozos are, are just people who want to sit on their butt watching Netflix and make $50 an hour waiting for that unicorn order. Uh, and uh, so did you just I, call, I, did, I, you, I did you just call Bobby a bozo? He did. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't say everybody in decline now is a bozo. I'm in decline now. All right. So I'm, I'm in the group. So if you guys want full transparency, if everybody here wants full transparency, do Grubhub. Grubhub right. gives you full transparency. Yeah, but you can't make enough. You can't. You can't make money on. Can I say something? No, you can't. You cannot. Okay. So Pedro, let me let me. Let me respond to that that little uh, that little pot shot you just took there. No, 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 no. He said it. So, I just asked him a question. So let, let me let me clear something up, right? You can call me a bozo, a dummy, a jackass, <laughs> a stupid ass. I was not directing that at you, man. I, I know, but hold on. But when I'm not. sitting there doing a thirty dollar order, going two miles, and somebody else has to take five five dollar orders to make the same money and drive double the miles, I guess I'm a bozo. If that makes me selfish. <laughs> I'm selfish. It makes me a hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite because, look, I'm going to be 100, and I've said this many times, and I'll keep saying it. When I'm out there, I'm out there to make money, and I'm not out there to care what the next person is doing. It's a cutthroat business. You're out there to make money. It is what it is. Right. Simple as that. Michael wants to talk, though, so I'm going to be quiet. That's fine. I just want, I was going to say it's like my heat. friend. I like it. Thank you, Bob. It took my friend a year to get on uh, Grubhub, so. Yeah, Grubhub is not, they do not have market share. Most people, if we had to only do Grubhub tomorrow, we'd be some broke people. I'm telling you right now, it would not be good for most of us. Listen, I want to kind of round this out. I want to start off with Roy. Final thoughts, we'll kind of go around. Roy, Ben, Bobby, Gigwise, let's kind of just make our way around. Uh, Roy, you you kick us off first, man. What are just some final thoughts? Your elevator pitch for uh, the topics tonight. I'll give you my final thoughts of the independent contractor from the IRS. All right, and, and we'll go with that. It says right here, the general rule is that an individual is an independent contractor if the payer has the right to control or direct only the result of the work and not what will be done and how it will be done. So that is directly from the IRS of what independent contractors, DoorDash, Uber Eats, they all tell you how it should be done, i.e. take pictures of bags. Um, you have to have this big catering bag in order to get LOP orders. Um, so all of this right there defined is DoorDash controls all that for you guys. They tell you everything. They tell you how everything has to be done and how it will be but, done. But so, Roy, Roy, can I make an argument really real quick? True, Roy is a business owner that you accepted. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. One, one, one at a time. Otherwise, the people that are hearing this, they can't really understand what you guys are saying, right? Yeah. So Roy just read from the IRS, right? So Bud Soto, you go ahead, and then we'll go to the okay. big, big matrix. But Roy, think about it. Okay, a traditional independent contractor. My roommate was a foreman for construction. He had to have his own tools and stuff, and that was a requirement. So mm-hmm. legally, the definition is unenforceable because pretty much every single freaking trade 
needs something as a prerequisite. In point. our case, it's catering bags. Good point. Well, yes, having, tools, having, having tools to be in uh, to do the job, that's part of being a business owner is having the proper tools. So that 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 doesn't negate what I just read. Now, now he would now if he gets his tools and he's a the contractor says I want stairs made. He has the ability to make the stairs how he chooses as an independent contractor. Now, if the contractor says, "Okay, well, I need you to put a lift on this stair. I need you to do this stair that way," he's not an independent contractor anymore. And that's what DoorDash is to you guys. They tell you take pictures of your bags. You can't take these orders without specific types of bags. They tell you all that stuff. You got to deliver this order first before you can technically deliver this order on a uh, on a stacked order. They're telling you how the work is to be done and not the result of the work, which is just deliver the food. As an independent contractor, you would be able to do everything else on your own. You wouldn't need bags because you wouldn't need them. They wouldn't even check you for your bags. If you've See, ever been they're telling you they're telling you what you no. need to have, what you need to do. So with this specific example, if you've ever had a pizza bag, please take a picture of your pizza bag. There's a thing at the bottom that says, if you don't have a pizza bag, it's okay. Please continue to order. Also, there's requirements that they would like you to do, you know, but you don't necessarily have to. They ain't forcing you to do nothing. argue that if too many customers complain you don't use your hot bag, they can deactivate you, even though it's an option. They can. I mean, I, I don't know about that. I'll take your word for it. But I am 99% sure a friend no, of mine part, just got it's part of It's part of the TOS, guys. There's, in the TOS, if you don't use proper equipment to uh, – uh, I don't know what the word is, but if you don't use proper equipment to facilitate the delivery and storage the food safely and keep it – you can be deactivated. Now, do I think that's – do I think they would do that and do mass deactivations? Because I think a lot of drivers don't use our hot bags 100% of the time, me being one of them. Okay, I'm just... I no, and all also, of us... Also, Roy just Roy just said you have you have a stack. You have to do it this way. No, you don't. You can jump to task and switch yeah. your tasks. Good point. Um, you can, yeah. you can uh, undo... We're, talking, uh, we're not, we're not talking just... But we're not just talking one app. We're talking all apps. Not all apps oh. allow you to jump tasks. Okay, that's true. That's I, true. I, de- I deliver out of order the way I choose anyway on Instacart, and I just contact support and say, hey, they're delivered, override it. It's all in the messages. Yeah, have, I've, done, I've done that too. You shouldn't have to do that, but that's the whole point. You shouldn't have to call and tell somebody how you're doing your job. Once again, that means they're controlling you because you have to call to make I sure chat. you don't get in trouble oh, yeah. for doing it. I just had to call on a stolen order, so do you think that everyone should be able to do everything? Because I've had... 12 freaking Taco Bell orders freaking stolen this week because there's some scumbag out here and they deactivated a decent driver. Every day. And Roy, back to your point. I know you pulled that up on Google to read the definition. I agree with you. That's fine. It's just, how are we defined? W- there's a good reason that courts don't want to touch this with a 10-foot pole. And now with Uber saying, oh, we overpaid everybody, half everybody in the country. Uh, that's going to – let's have that as the next week's subject, but that's going to be a big, big deal. So Yeah, that, it, yeah it was my, my biggest thing with Roy. Like, Roy knows what he's talking about. I love engaging with Roy. But it's just – it's semantics on how are we taxed and how do we file. And, yes, there's but a lot see, more – But see, that's the thing. 
that's the thing that you guys are everybody uses i get a 1099 i can decline and accept what i want that is their basis of an independent contractor but technically there's a lot more involved in it than just being able to take okay. an order i get well, paid there's, deductions, there's deductions based on how you how you file so there I'll is use my i'll use my friend as an example he was foreman for a construction job on a solar panel and he was independent contractor as a subcontractor. So he still had parameters and rules and, you know, what, what not he had to follow when he, you know, when he calls off, he just doesn't get paid for the day. They don't give him as hard time as a W2 would, but like he still had to follow strict guidelines to what the job needed to be done. So So, but, but legally speaking, what you just read Almost nobody falls under that. And there's a reason they don't want to touch that crap. But so the foremen are employees. They cannot be subcontractors. So the company was already doing something shady behind the scenes. Yep, exactly. You, you know all too well, Slavic, because I remember a conversation we had on UDMs a long time ago. You tried to set up an account so people get health insurance so like it could be a group. And you, as the employer, cannot do that if they're independent contractor. And that is something that DoorDash wants to do. I'm not really supposed to say that publicly, but that's a conversation I had on a phone with them. Hey guys, Mike Tyson job. says, just get a real job. I love you. I get love a real job, real Mike Tyson. Why doesn't Mike Tyson come up here on the panel and tell us what a real job is? Listen, Daniel, Daniel, not contributing to society. Somebody's yeah, just trolling. Sometimes you have to give a troll a little attention because you know they, they just they need a hug and you know. It's thanks fine. for the clicks, guys. Thanks, thanks for the thanks, clicks hey, for all of our for, channels. You know, hey, his name is Daniel. He <laughs> trolls me all the time. His name is Daniel. Is that, oh, is that the dude out in Florida? I, I don't know, but his name is Daniel. Uh, he has about like fifty no. different accounts with my picture. So, so hey, that's awesome. okay. I'll, let let okay. let someone Those else go, and I'll get my points across. Those are my final words. But I, I thought we were talking about some of the hypocrisy too while we were here. Well, listen, I think it is. I think it is very hypocritical for when I see drivers are like, "Oh, this rating matters, but this rating doesn't matter." It's like, what? Like, it, it can't. We can't pick and choose. Listen, I'm not a religious person. I'm going to say this. Hopefully, YouTube doesn't take my channel down, right? But listen, I'm going to always speak my truth. It's I, I liken it to when people are like have a book in front of them, a religious book, and they pick and choose what they want to follow in that book. We can't do that. Okay, so if ratings either matter or they don't matter, does the completion rate matter? Does a acceptance rate matter? Like we can't pick and choose, like what we feel. We call ourselves an employee. We call ourselves this. It's all or nothing. Like we, you know, what I'm saying we can't pick and choose what we like about. Oh, I like this program because it gives me it gives me juicy orders. But I'm not going to do this. It doesn't. It to me that that's hip, hip, hypocritical, and I, I just can't. My blood starts boiling when I see that stuff because oh. it does it doesn't make any logical sense. It's just like you're looking at a book and you're only picking and choosing what you want out of that book. It's a hypocrite. So within a reasonable parameter, they give us so many we can cancel, some tell us, some don't, you know, Grubhub and Uber Eats, for example. And the 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 two that really should the, the ones that should matter, how many deliveries you've done, I'm sorry, seniority does matter in any line of work. You 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 make the green horns off foreman and tell me how that goes on a job site and then um customer ratings the power of five stars that matters a lot and i'm sorry 
if someone well, Bud Soda should the Bud Soda should it matter? Should it matter? Yes, no. that, that's yeah. my point. So no, why does the customer the, the rating matter? No, all the rest. But acceptance rate doesn't matter. Do you see my point? What I'm saying here, like why why are we making some matter more than others? As subcontractor or independent contractor, acceptance shouldn't matter. I can't like if I was work construction and I was under a subcontractor. I'm a subcontractor. I can't say yes to every single um, general contractor because there's all these jobs going on around here. There's at least six projects in the city down here you can't say yes to all of them you take the best one that fits your needs not even just the dollar amount but what you're best at okay pedro can i answer that question yes please. you just asked you said uh why does uh customer rating matter but acceptance is not i can answer that very simple we're in a business of customer service right so having a high acceptance rate doesn't make you good at customer service Gary. right but having a good customer rating means that you're clearly doing something right because people are appreciating what you're doing, which is all that really matters is, well, are they, are we making money? Are the customers happy? Because without the customers, we don't make the money. Facts 100%. Facts. Okay, would you say, would you say a DoorDash driver with a higher acceptance rate is making the company more money? So he, they view him as a better driver? Not um, If you want to think about it as an employee mindset, yes, sure. No, well, no, no, no. That's, it's either, it's yeah. either yes or no. So sure. do you think do you think a driver with a thousand deliveries with a hundred percent acceptance rate, do you think DoorDash views that driver more favorably than somebody with a five percent acceptance rate and five deliveries? Who do yes. you think? Yes. I do. Okay, because five of course, but I care about my money, not the company's money. So oh, so do I. No, I get it. Okay. We're just playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I mean. Okay, okay. If driver A has a eighty percent acceptance rate and driver B has a Forty uh, percent acceptance rate, around the same amount of deliveries, a thousand to fifteen hundred. Well, maybe the driver who takes eighty percent doesn't use their hot bag, doesn't give a crap. Um, maybe unassigns orders and steals some sometimes, like the freaking thieves I'm dealing maybe. with. Doesn't necessarily maybe. mean that they're making the company that much more money when I'm the better driver and I offer better value to the company. I mean, it's just like okay, let's use a W two example. Who's the better candidate? So you know, if I'm, if I'm going for a pizza job at my local Papa John's here. I mean, they, they would hire me all day over half these damn drivers that come in because they say a lot of them yeah, are idiots. But, but this goes back to the hypocrisy we're talking about, Bud Sonny. To me, you taking six orders at one time, that's not good customer service. It's not, but so at all. Bull, bull it's not. I have 100 five stars well, and only please. one five star, okay, and that was because no, some guy not. threw a fit over an 89-cent pack of hot dogs that they didn't have in stock. He's like, online says it. Online says it. And like Just because it's listed online doesn't mean they have it. So my customer ratings say freaking otherwise, oh crap. I do excellent work. I have the equipment to do it. And I have an amazing customer service record. So if anybody gives me crap, that's what the little bit of leeway on a sign is for. Sorry, I don't agree with you guys on that. Okay, Profitability, customer service, and then dealing with your merchants. And I have an excellent relationship with all my merchants. Kindness is free and it pays. And uh, Pedro, uh, I just want to throw this in there just as another example of uh, that I, how I feel about the whole acceptance rate thing, because you know yeah, how I feel. I do. Uh, I would just like to let you know, Mr. William Anderson, you know who that is, obviously. I do. Uh, the other day, and I have the text message to prove it on my phone, his acceptance rate is less than 20%. Mm -hmm. And he got a $217 tip on Twitter. He's on the LOP. 217 He's on I don't know if he's on LP. I'm not sure. I did want to mention Listen, hold on. No, stop, stop. Bud Soda, stop. Calm down. 
he's on the LOP. I, that's verified because he's told me that. And that's great. Mm-hmm. I, William Anderson's a great dude. Like, it's all good. But he's on the LOP. So when, when I'm making videos and talking, I mm-hmm. am not on the LOP. So mm-hmm. I can't, you know, so when I talk about, I think less than 10% of drivers are on the LOP, it's probably 5%, right? This It's all you OGs. You're on the driver program. You got this and you got the LOP. He's on the LOP. Most drivers aren't. So I can't, you know, he's getting those orders because of that reason. Right. Um, and same way Flex gets big orders, the same way you get them, the same way Gary Middleton. You guys are like the, the you guys are not norm. You get, you're not the norm, Correct. right? So we can't reference somebody like that because that's not normal. And I have an audience that is more broad. Right. So, All right. you know what I'm saying? So he got that because he's on the LOP. He doesn't get that order if he's not on the LOP. I can almost okay, what guarantee about, that. What about this one? Okay, that I won't terrible. use Willie. I'll use a guy named Zach. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's in your chat currently, but he comes on Flex's Lounge all the time. Yeah. Zach the other day got a $30 order. He's not in LOP. His okay. acceptance rate is absolute trash. It, that's than great. Mine. That's great. Some so, would say, I don't I don't know the answer to that. Some would say, right. you know, uh, remember UDM's theory that DoorDash controls the money and everybody gets paid the same? Your, your earnings are always the same. You guys have talked about that, right? Yeah. So maybe, maybe UDM's right. I don't know. Maybe, you know, when I did earn by time, I made about the same as when I did earn by order. So maybe all this is just bullshit and DoorDash yeah. controls everything and it doesn't matter because you're going to make the same all the, you're going to make the same regardless. Maybe that's oh, okay. Zach is here, but that's yeah. cool. According, according to DoorDash Red, first priority is high customer service score, 95% completion rate. Second tier is below those two thresholds, but you're still LLP. Third is the high pay order drivers if you have that in your market. And then fourth is everyone else. So that doesn't mean that, okay, if he's the most available driver, all the LOPs are busy, all the high paid priority artists are busy or too far away, he's going to get that order. So it does happen. I got a couple LOPs before I was it because my customer ratings were good enough. You know, that's who gets priority, fourth tier priority, the person with the best customer rating. So my my LOP is not even that great here. It's like five ten dollars. It's a lot of people get sticker shock on them, and something more than that is pretty dang rare for me. So LOP almost doesn't exist for me. I got really lucky one weekend and had like four in a row on a weekend, you know. But that was it. I had to travel for that too. They weren't like two miles down the street like half you guys do, Bobby. You know, you live in an amazing market if you're getting that much LOP with those stats that you're second tier LOP. So it's a struggle out here for most of us. And if you want to criticize me for taking lots of orders, well, app's doing it itself. They're stacking these. And like Trader said earlier, I think they're going to get rid of LOP because they're already stacking LOP with just a normal order. And in fact, Pedro, I think a long time ago in your market, like a few months ago, I remember you getting, when you were up against, um, what's his name, Willie, you got one of those. You had a stacked LOP with normal order. I remember that because it had a $101 subtotal on it. So really it does matter and it doesn't matter. I think five stars matters more than anything. And according to DoorDash Red, I am correct because I get orders. Dude, I'm getting nothing. How are you staying busy and you're getting all these amazing orders? Let me five tell you stars something. Matter. I'm not going to judge your great customer service by what you have 95% 
greatness on DoorDash. First of all, probably less than 25% of people that actually order food actually put a rating on their facts, driver. Facts. That's true. So, so to sit there and say, because my rating's high, my customer rating's high, it doesn't, doesn't dictate that you're a great delivery driver. There's multiple factors in that. And I can say, yeah, okay, okay. My, my delivery rating at Domino's is five star, but I still have over 300 complaints. But because only so many people are going to actually hit that button that right. rates their driver. They're going to. I mean, Roy, listen, it. listen, y'all. Roy is shaking sodas. He's shown that. He's, you know, we can laugh about it, but he's done it. I mean, listen, and I'll just call him out right now. A good driver, in my opinion, doesn't shake a soda, doesn't yeah. shake a soda. That's just how I feel about it, right? So to, I, to go to Roy's never, point, if he's rated five, whatever. But he's got the complaints. He's shaking sodas. I mean, what, what's going on here? Like, does that rating, like, is that really a, a that true rating sense? Is of, MMA, yeah, oh. that rating doesn't dictate you're a great driver just because you've got 25% of the, your actual delivery said you were good. How many, yeah, and how many customers no, give you one yeah, star and no, you did nothing no. wrong? You know? Yeah. I got quite a few, but right, those exactly. get excluded okay. because you tell us tell us what's happening most of the time they get excluded. I very rarely had a one star or I had to get 100 order, 100 five stars for that. I do get lots of five stars. I'll tell you what, right now, they keep rolling and rolling and rolling because those stats, like, reset. They're rolling 100. And I'm probably the exception to the rule because I try to go above and beyond, communicate with my customers, not drive them crazy, just tell them I'm on my way, thank you, have a great day, hit that five star and thumbs up, you know? Boom. It's so easy if you just communicate and not be a dang robot, guys. It's not hard to be personable. So if you just do that, it's so simple. In my opinion, I have customer service experience. And if I didn't take those orders, well, they'd sit there and get cold. So they're happy to get a little faster than rather than sitting there and have, have to go back. And that's because it's a special situation because we're going past the secure gate. Most markets, you cannot do what I do. Two, three right, yeah. orders. That's what I think, I think to Roy's point, but so it is, yeah, you, you, it's a very unique way you do it, but I would not recommend that to 99.9% of drivers, right? Take it, yep. you know, because it's not yep. good customer service. And I think DoorDash and, and was, Uber would say that same thing. You'd know, be like, well, hold on, wait, you got all these orders, what's going on? You know, it's almost like we're, we're talking about independent contracting here, right? So it's like, it's like that, that you hired a plumber to do a job at your house. And then Bobby hired a guy or he needed work. Roy needed work, Slavic, Michael, Bud Soda. We all need to work. And the same guy took the same job and said, oh, I'm going to be there in the next, I'll get that work done in a couple of days. He can't please that plumber can't please all six people the same way. <laughs> that, that, he can't. Funny I just, that I plumber just cannot that. please all of us the same way because he's gonna have to finish somebody's work first, give him better service. By the time he gets to Roy, if Roy's a sixth guy, he's tired. He's not gonna do. The, okay. You know what I'm saying? So you can't over promise and under deliver. So most so most I, drivers can't work the after the way you work, but so that's a fact. Well, that's another thing that would make me believe to be that you're not a great delivery driver. You're putting. You, you you did a video where you said you worked 21 hours in one day, bro. That is so unsafe. You're putting everybody's lives at risk. You think putting people's lives at risk by working 21 hours straight, that makes you a good delivery driver because you delivered a shitload of orders? No, it doesn't. It makes you a horrible driver, in my opinion. Because you're out there putting, not only do you put yourself at risk, but you're putting multiple people on the road at risk because you're driving 21 hours on the road. So I might just say because you do that, you're a good driver. No, that's me. It makes you a horrible driver because I don't want, you know, I, I look at uh, a good delivery driver takes the great right safety precautions. Um, it, it all goes into being a great driver, not just my percentage rate on what DoorDash is. 
stuff. It is what it is. But I'm gonna go. I appreciate you having me on, Pedro, as always. Oh, that's yeah. I appreciate all y'all. Listen, I'm gonna. You know, I know I was trying to get everybody to come wrap around, but um, I appreciate you guys for coming on and having a real good conversation, sharing opinions, having different opinions, and all that. Bobby, appreciate you coming on, Slavic. Uh, Michael, I think maybe this was your first time. I really appreciate you joining us tonight. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thank you for everything. Hey, Pedro. So I will say this. Is that Jen? Uh, Jessica. Jessica. The independent oh. contractor debate. How we work. <laughs> he wants to work that way. I work my way. You work your way, Pedro. Bobby works his way. Slavic works his way. So we all do different things. It's true independent contracting. When you have these conversations like this, Fair enough. Appreciate you guys. Jessica, thanks for showing up. Thank you. Yeah, before you go, I just want to have one final word. Listen, if you say something crazy, I'm... You're going to kick me? Nah, I ain't going to kick you. Free reign. Go ahead. Okay. No, I just wanted to say uh, my final message is very simple. Very simple. Mm -hmm. First of all, get you a woman like I got. She's great. And second of all, uh, I still believe that the best way to make the most money is to have as many apps as you can and never bow down to the man. Have a good night, Pedro. <laughs> you got to listen, Bobby. Listen, you, you, you know, you had that bet on you logo right above you. I know that. I know you hate that. You're probably not going to sleep well tonight. You just spent like, I don't know, two hours on my channel. I hope you, I hope you sleep well, but I know I gave you a lot to think about. And I know you're laughing right now. Jessica, thanks for showing up as well. Listen, a lot, a lot happened there at the end, a lot going on. Um, good conversation, you know, We've talked about these things before um, a little bit, right? But I think for me, um, DoorDash has clearly changed, right? And we give DoorDash all the shit. It's the number one market share company in the, in the, in the food delivery space. But a lot of these other companies, Instacart, uh, Spark, Uber, Rideshare, Uber Eats, they all have their things that they do, that they, they kind of all dangle carrots in different ways in front of us, at least that's been my experience on the apps and they all have their good things and the bad things, but I don't know, man. I, I think it scares me to think that the, that the government wants to say, Hey, you guys are misclassified. We need to step in. That does scare me. I want less government control in the gig economy and actually just in my life in general. I do not like, I don't need them for anything. Maybe YouTube's going to ban me. Tonight. I don't know. I say some crazy things, but I don't, I don't, I don't need it. And some people do, but I don't need it. So I don't want them coming in and trying to dictate things because like Bobby and the other panelists are saying, hey, we just multi app. We adapt. We figure things out. We don't you know what I'm saying? And we can we can do that. Right. But there is a large percentage of people out here that either can't do it, don't know about it. Or I think a lot of people that work these apps do have an employee mindset. They keep their ratings high, the acceptance rate high. I, I really, truly believe we are in the minority when it comes to that. Thank you, Dash. I probably appreciate that. I do. I just believe that most drivers are just pretty much taking everything and not knowing and some are doing OK and some aren't. That's all market dependent. OK, I think in St. Louis, if if there's a driver that takes everything, as long as they're working in a good zone, they're probably going to still do OK. Now, they might be putting leaving some money on the table. Right. But they're probably still going to they're going to make twenty five. 24 to 25 bucks an hour. They might not hit that $30 threshold, which is where I need to be. And that $5 difference is a lot of money, but they're probably still going to do fine. Right. And I definitely think we're misclassified. I don't feel like we are 100% anything. And that's the issue here, right? Is we have this like 
we're misclassified or you're you're an employee if you do the ratings if you do this if you do that like there's just so many different ways to work the apps and i think the apps know it and the apps know they have millions of drivers and i think the apps do a really good job of and the algorithm knows exactly what you like how you want to work when you work um <laughs> get course official thanks uh, i think the app does a really good job and the algorithm just they it knows you and it's a growing thing and I believe the algorithm knows that I'm willing to do a $5 run for a mile or two miles. And a lot of people won't do that. And I'll do it. And they'll send me another one for the same kind. So, and this is my challenge. I, I, I don't know if I, I think I mentioned in the beginning, a lot of us won't do a five for one. And I get it. Everybody's market's different. Do what you want to do. But if you're sitting, I'm talking to the people that are sitting in your car. And you're not making money. You, you see, oh, it's five dollars for one mile. I can't do it. My minimum six twenty-five. If you're not making money, take the damn order. Like, come on now. So you're telling me you won't take a five for one mile, but you'll take a ten-dollar order going two. So that ten-dollar order going two that could take you the same amount of time to complete that order as it does to do five and one, or five and then they stack it with another one. Like, I just think sometimes we 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 tend to overthink and we tend to have this entitlement. And we want every order to be perfect. It's got to be perfect. It's got to be perfect. And we're not willing to adapt. We're not willing to say, you know what? Let me put my pride to the side for a day and try something different. Okay. That's what I've been doing this year. Okay. I'm an extremely prideful human being. I'm highly competitive. I do have an ego. Okay. I just do. These are facts about me. All right. If anybody's been watching long enough, you can, you know, those things. I am that guy sometimes. And I'm trying not to be. I'm trying to be a better version of myself. And in this year, I continually to show you guys these good results, right? By doing something different, right? So take that for what it's worth. Make that your own. Make your money. But when I'm when I talk about these things, I'm talking to the, the people that aren't willing to change, and they're doing the same shit, and they want a different result. That's not how life works. And you're going to continue to struggle if you do that. But Soda, what are you doing, bro? $50. Are you crazy? Thanks, man. That's not necessary. Profitability, adaption, customer service, and relationship with merchants in that order. Uh, matter doesn't make one insignificant. Profitability, adaption. Yeah, profitability is obviously number one. Thanks for the 50, man. You didn't have to do that. Uh, please, you didn't have to do that. But I, I do appreciate that. I put it to good use. I meant 10. <laughs> he, he meant to do 10. Listen, I'll give you that 40 back. You text me if you got a cash app because, yeah, I don't, if you made a mistake, I'll make it back to you. But listen, just try to understand these apps are going to continue to push the envelope and what they do for us, what they show us. Just keep adapting. And if you're somebody like Bobby, use his and that, his the way he works it. Try different apps. Try different things. Bobby keeps saying, I'm not going to bend the knee. I'm not going to bend the knee. That's a little bit of pride. But if he's seeing good results, I can't knock it, right? But there are times if you put that pride to the side and you try something different, uh, good things can happen. Okay. They just can. And, and I feel like we get too much in our head and we're like, I'm struggling. DoorDash is sending me trash. Well, they're sending you trash maybe because you don't work the app. Okay. You, you don't work the app. And we, we call ourselves independent contractors. Think about if you had a plumber out to do a job, an electrician, if you hired some uh, a, a, a clown, this is a good analogy. We talk about top dashers. You guys call them clowns, right? I've done it too. You had a clown come be a clown at your kid's birthday party. If they did a great job 
And every time you called upon them, they did a great job. Every time you used his plumber, he did a great job. If every time you called a plumber and they didn't want you, if, they, if the money wasn't right for them and you keep calling them, you keep calling them, you're going to stop calling them, right? So DoorDash is going to stop calling you drivers that aren't making the deliveries. And you see eight bucks for four miles. You're like, I'm not good. Nope, can't take it. Don't be surprised when they don't send you orders for 45 minutes because that's just how the world and business works. We have to understand it's a business. Take the emotion out. Go get your profitabilities, like Bud Soda saying, and adapt a little bit. It's changing. And I think there's a lot of dinosaurs out here still. And next year, those dinosaurs are going to self-extinct if you're not willing to adapt every once in a while. It's not bending the knee. It's not compromising. Okay? It's adapting. And in the gig economy, it's going to get bigger and bigger. There's going to be more apps, more ways to make money. We have to keep adapting. And if we are, pay it forward. (laughs) I got it. If we are... You know, if we are expecting everything to be great and juicy, that's not business. That's not how the world works. That's not a W-2. Think about your W-2. Not every day was great. You're going to have bad days, right? But a lot of us, I think, we're expecting too much sometimes, okay? And that's why on this channel, we also preach, hey, this isn't like a long term. For most of us, we can't do this forever. And you should have a different form, another way of making money passively. That's going to be the game changer, right? Um. Yeah, I don't know. A lot going on tonight. Good live show. Some new guests, some old friends, some good guests, some special guests. We had a lot going on. I I got to figure out how to get in the chat better because when I'm doing these streams, I'm engaged with the panel. I try to, but I know I'm missing a lot of questions, a lot of comments, and I don't ever go back. I don't have the time to go back and read every comment on the live streams. I got to figure out a way to, maybe there's some, some kind of system or something where I could see the comments better more effectively i don't know maybe you guys could let me know if, it's, if there's an option there but um oh dan dash what's up man he says uh pedro oh i'm trying to read that comment he says pedro that's what we want let the dinosaurs go extinct you're not necessarily wrong because that might make the it might make the fishing pool a little better for us fishermen that are out there willing to adapt and try a different pond try a different bait try a different hook try a different rod if you're a drasher out there and you've had this dasher fisherman analogy, you've had the same rod using the same bait and you're not catching as many fish, you're going to go hungry. That's just a fact. And, you know, dad, that's just saying, hey, let them go hungry. I hear you. But I want you all to make some money. OK, like I don't need to work through that this week. I'm fine. OK, I could take plenty of time off. But I know most of you guys can't. So I want you to maximize the opportunities, be willing to adapt. And I'm giving you actual factual information of what DoorDash is doing, at least in St. Louis. And I wasn't surprised when me and Dashing Trader did our little challenge and I went up there and like I was seeing significantly better offers than he was. Significantly better offers than he was. And if I would have known Edwardsville a little bit better, I took one order I shouldn't have. Me and him would have made the same money. And he had three apps and I used one. There was a $20 difference in the money we made. One app, three apps. I had never been to that zone before, ever. You guys are fantastic. I got a special lunch date tomorrow with somebody. And maybe you, got, you guys will probably see who that is tomorrow on a community post or something like that. Um, so really looking forward to that. And I'm going to go spend the rest of the night with my girl up top. Hopefully she's still up. You guys are fantastic. Consider hitting subscribe if you haven't. 
give give the stream a thumbs up, share it. I don't think we are independent contractors in the way that most of us believe. I think we're something else. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. It's a title. It's tax purposes. Right. Um, but we're definitely not employees. We're just we're making this up as we go in a lot of ways. And the companies are scrambling and government's trying to. It's just a weird place that we're in. But I do feel very grateful for the gig economy. I can make money. We make money. We take care of our friends, our families. We take care of ourselves. You can make good money doing this, but just know things are going to continue to change. Be willing to adapt and try to get you some passive income or do something else, because I think that's going to be needed in the upcoming years as things get tough for a lot of us. You guys are fantastic. Appreciate all the super chats, all the love. I'll see you guys next Sunday. I'll see you guys in tomorrow's vlog.